0: This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is brought to you by the guys and gals over at Biltwell Inc., the company that reminds you of the fact all bikes are adventure bikes if you use them to go on adventures. So go ahead and make sure to ride motorcycles and have fun. Check them out at BuiltwellInc.com. What's up,
1: good okay.
0: looking?
2: How you doing?
0: Good. How are you?
2: Good. You missed it. You know?
0: we, we were all sitting here talking shit about how you're, you're already late.
2: Yeah, I'm, I usually am.
0: Yep, yep. That's how you, you roll know? though, huh? You got to be at least one minute late to roll in.
2: Yeah, you got to build the anticipation. You know <laughs> what I mean? Got to make sure people are waiting on it. If they ain't anticipating it, it ain't worth anything.
0: Right. There you go. I like that analogy. What do you got going on?
2: Uh, fucking just waking up. Baby's over at grandma's house. So, I didn't have to deal with her this morning. Yeah.
0: On the podcast. Nice, nice. How's she doing?
3: Dude,
2: she's actually a lot fucking better. She's like, we're on the seventh formula now. Yeah. Uh, we've tried every fucking drop and whatever, like drop, fucking tablets, everything to help her out. Yeah. None of that's a difference, but on her seventh formula, she's like 75% better, which is fucking huge. Oh, so, huge,
0: man. Huge. Um, yeah. What do they call that again? I forget what they call that shit. What she has? Uh, colic colic yeah yeah, yeah. so some, for some of you guys don't don't know and have little ones Jeff's little baby has colic which my daughter had you know and so I know what you're going through man it's a that's a rough situation I had to we literally uh, when my daughter was you know around the same age we had to sleep with her upright so uh, we had to sleep in a recliner for a year and she so because she, yeah. if she laid down that acid and stuff would come out of her, you well, know, stomach and get in her throat and shit and fucking it'd be done. So
2: Yeah, and then you gotta bad scream screaming the rest of the fucking night, you know.
0: Yup, yep, it's and hard.
2: It, it is it's super fucking stressful. Anyone that's yeah. going through it, like I wish you the best. Try this uh formula, it's super fucking expensive, it's called Alimento. It's yeah. for uh protein and allergy intolerance. It's fucking awesome. It's, yeah it's a like car payment a month but it's worth it for your fucking
0: sanity dude sure. yeah seriously my daughter now has uh celiac so she's uh oh, alerted, she's allergic to gluten which i thought gluten was fake i didn't think gluten was actually a real thing um until that was
2: playing a california thing like just you guys were allergic to that kind of shit
0: yeah probably i'm not alert to anything as you can tell i eat it all yeah
2: i mean me too yeah. i never miss you
0: No, fuck no. Last night we had like, um, we had some drinks and we I don't know. I ordered some chips and salsa via Postmates and you know, around like four in the afternoon or something and six rolls around. I'm like, what's for dinner? And my wife's like, we need dinner. And I'm like, yeah, fuck what the fuck? It's dinner time you it's know what i mean time. when it's time it's time it's like you can't you can't start fucking missing meals and shit you know especially not in this no, no, trying time you we're had,
2: in you had dinner, and now you're ready for actual dinner yeah you know? exactly i'm like a oh,
0: hobbit i'm like a fat hobbit
2: dude it's so much worse than i smoke weed now too because i've always ate a lot like, yeah i eat a lot of food but like once i started smoking weed again dude it's it i'm getting so fucking fat, it's out of control
0: that well you know it happened you know it's not that it's that you got the baby now you know you guys are you got the family you're all settling down you know that's what happens dude you're getting comfortable
1: yeah
2: you're not wrong i don't have to impress anyone anymore
0: yep yep cool. She she knows your shit now
2: she does yeah she, she don't care she likes the, the fat hairy gut and shit. Yep. into it it's the weirdest thing ever
0: right yeah jeff be hungry that's going to be your new name
2: yeah, that, and that's the name she knew me by when she met. It was Jesse homeless or Jesse hungry? Right. So yeah. She. She's
0: She. You got a gem right there, man. She. She got with you when you had uh, were living. Were you living in her car at one point?
2: Uh, I was living. Well, yeah. After everyone. That was the joke. I was actually living off the can minivan. Uh, so I broke up with my ex after being in that relationship for like nine years. Yeah. Uh, just decided like I'm not gonna waste it on my feet. I was I was jobless and just being a bum at that point. So I put two outfits in the bagger and I fucking hit the road and said I'm just gonna fucking figure it out. So I was uh, I spent a couple months being extra fucking reckless, living in the fucking bagger. Yeah. And uh, I met her and she's like, eh, "If you need somewhere to stay, I got a couch." And I was like, "Well, I ain't ever slept on no bitch's couch, so we'll see how this works out."
3: Yeah.
0: I didn't sleep on her couch. That bed looks a lot more comfortable.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Now, she's good, though. She, you know, I love seeing uh, girls like that who like kind of get it and they, and, you know, she pushes you to do things that, especially in this community, you know, like when we were going back and forth when you just got the new backer and she's, you know, kind of pushing you in the direction to go make sure you go fucking get it, you know, and that's a big deal. You know, it's, especially for, you know, stunt riders in general, you know, to have somebody that backs you like that, you know, it's a, it's not cheap to do what you guys do. It's not, um, you know, it's a, and it's passion driven. So, you got to fucking get after it. And you got somebody in your corner not saying, oh, what do you got to buy now? What do you need now? You know, that don't fucking help nobody do anything cool. You know what I mean?
2: It doesn't, man. And she she was one of the big you. I mean, you and her pretty much made me buy that bagger.
0: Oh, I'm just a bad yeah. influence.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was used to you, you know. And I'm looking at her for an excuse not to spend the money. So I'm like, you know, it's expensive and such. She's like, all right, so when to we go to salt, Lake? grab this bagger.
3: Yep, yep. Like,
2: like Steve said it's the move like what are we doing and I'm like
3: fuck dude yep that's so, right
2: yeah. she, she got me to the dine too after I fucking totaled the tan minivan she's the one that drove me around got me all the parts drove me to Riverside when I was dying from the first batch of coronavirus two years ago
0: yeah yeah whatever the fuck I had right right I, now they, these guys they got so many comments going on right now they got me reading comments I'm not even listening at this point anymore
2: yeah, I, I, I try to look out every now and then when I see like Holden or one of these, uh, here we go, this motherfucker. White
0: Tyron Biggums with that beanie on
3: that's
2: why I had to put up a good fucking selfie just for this dude I, he, he does so many photoshops to me at least Holden has like a couple headshots and he's a pretty motherfucker you know Yep. these are just uses like this same greasy ass headshot he took of me like when I was homeless so I'm like well I'm gonna put something up where I'm like not greasy at least you know?
0: <laughs> yeah if Holden didn't have any all those fucking super shitty tattoos he could probably be like a fucking uh, an Oreo model or something like that
2: yeah uh, <laughs> do you say Oreo model
1: Oreo yeah <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. oh man yeah. how are you liking that bagger right now i know you have you just kind of getting moving on putting that thing together but are you are yeah, you glad I, to be back on a bagger after getting rid of the bagger then getting the Dyna, and then now you're back with the bagger life
2: yeah i mean i love this Dyna, dude it's been the best Harley i've ever fucking owned in my life the, I mean, you you know my history with bikes, dude. Like, yep. I spent more time fixing them than riding them, and I rode the fuck out of this item. Yeah. But the bagger, I mean, phone soft. Riding it the first day, me and Maddie went and cruised it over to Holden's house and like just around the around the fucking neighborhoods and shit. And it just felt like I was back at home. Like I was on the right bike again. You know. Yeah. I just never had that same feel our connection with any of my other bikes that I did with the bagger.
0: Yeah, that, that's I actually I was talking to Holden yesterday and he was saying the same thing about his bagger, you know, he he feels more at home with it. He feels more comfortable with it than the, than the soft tail that he had. So, it's uh, it's
2: just such a good platform, though. yeah.
0: I haven't even got to ride mine yet. I'm going to try to I hopefully I'll have some things done where I can actually ride it this week. I'm I'm yeah. I'm hoping for that, but it's a uh, Excuse it's
2: looking me. like a bad fucking build, man, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I I'm, I'm just
0: scratching the surface right now, man. I just like I am waiting on a bunch of other parts like that are yeah. gonna be some a little bit of time frame. So I'm kinda just throwing some stuff on it to ride it for now, but uh pretty soon we're going to take the tank off and customize the tank and do a bunch of fucking weird shit that I want to do. We got a lot of, a lot of our own parts that we're working on too for it right now. So we'll be having mini floorboards. Buster, what's up, buddy? We'll be having mini floorboards. We'll be having uh, you know, uh, rider floorboards. We'll be having our own gauge housings. We'll have all that stuff here done soon. I think a lot of it's coming this month too.
2: I can't fucking wait. And I mean, the performance bag market is the future. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, like, all these dudes that were spending a hundred thousand dollars to build a bike with a sixteen-inch rear wheel and a thirty-inch front wheel that couldn't, you know, you couldn't do a U-turn on your fucking street. Yep. Uh, they got money to spend on cool shit. Oh yeah. And this is actually cool shit. You can go out and have fucking fun on. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, it's
0: a, it's an evolution, man. It's, a, it's all motorcycles in itself. I feel is always an evolution of, uh, of what's going to come. You know, um, <laughs> I think it I'll be as, as us, like, uh, you know, as we grow up and, and hopefully, you know, most of us become a little bit more financially stable and things like that, we're able to also get the other items that we wanted to maybe get, you know, um, you know, like for me, I mean, I started on a 69 iron head that I got for 2000 bucks, you know, and it's like, and I just built up, built up, built up. And a lot of guys, you know, who started on sportsters and stuff, and then they built up to the Dyna, you know, and maybe going to FXR now or whatever. And then, as you grow and get older, and, and you're like, oh, you know, I just really want to ride. I think the bagger is the platform to fucking do it, you know? Not to mention, like, for me, and I've said it before, I didn't even give a fuck about baggers. When you guys were doing baggers a couple of years ago, I'm like, eh, whatever. I don't fucking care about them.
1: Yeah,
2: dude, that was everybody. Like, uh, D Bear got that fucking Street Glide, which is now a road glide. Yeah. But it was the Bone Stock 88 bike, and he ended up picking that up just to fuck around. And I hated my Dyna, dude. Like, I hated that Dyna I had at the time. Yeah, I couldn't ride that thing more than 80 miles an hour and it was all over the road and he was like dude the baggers were super stable and I was like yeah I just I don't know like I don't know if you can have fun on a bagger and he's like you definitely can and he let me rip his bagger around and I was like yeah I'm buying one I bought one the next day Yeah, and you know this was over two years ago at this point and we were ripping them around and I remember like trying to get sponsored on that thing and you were the only dude that was like hey I don't know if I really see it but I got you like you always had me you know Yep, and yep. then a lot of my sponsors that I had on the dyno were just like, yeah, we don't see a market for baggers yeah. and just fucking drop my ass. Wow. But <laughs> That's I mean, it put but, me in a better spot in the long run.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's been the, I, you know, I've seen, you know, again, when I started in the motorcycle industry, I started in the big fat, um, big you know, rear end 300 millimeter fucking chopper days in the early 2000s. And I worked yeah. at the largest aftermarket frame manufacturer in the United States. <laughs> and, When the economy, well, it wasn't the economy, but when the market kind of changed and that guy didn't want to change what he was doing, that business shut down. You went from uh, employing over 200 people working, you know, that shop was open 24 hours a day and to to now it's gone. It's fucking gone. Okay. Everybody from that time knows what it is and what it was, you know, but it's gone. And it's, if you're not willing to change with the time, because motorcycles in itself to me have a shelf life of style. And I believed, I thought the Dyna FXR, this performance kind of stuff was going to end about five years ago. Um, But I believe also that Instagram social media is just keeping it so relevant and so in front of everybody's faces that, I mean, we could very well see this, uh, you know, for another 20 years and it's still here. But there has to be an evolution of it in some sense. So we're going from, you know, hopping up the Dyna's and FXR's now and we're moving into like the next platform that's going to make it happen. And I, and yeah. again, as we grow up and blah, 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 you know, I think it's just the the route for me. I literally, I had one night, uh, you know, I don't know, about a month ago now. And I was, I couldn't sleep. I have nights like that. I just had another night on like that. I like got Saturday where I just couldn't sleep. It doesn't matter what the fuck I do. I just stay awake. And, uh, I was sitting watching some TV or something fucking around my iPad. And I just text Oaks at like three in the morning. And I'm like, I want a bagger now. And it yeah. just like that. It clicked for me. I'm like, Oh, it's time. And yeah. You know, two weeks later, I picked up my bagger, and now we're tearing it apart. And I'm, I'm, I'm so excited, man! I can't wait to ride it, and I can't, It's just, it gets fun doing something different. You know, yeah. That, it's, it's, it's,
2: just it's like your softtail build was so, with like, yeah. Nobody had a. Uh, soft tail with more than handlebars on it yeah you know what exactly I mean? and you went all the way the fuck out with the soft tail yeah i it believe it's a bad fucking bike
0: yeah i think we were one of the very first people to definitely get into the soft tail um, platforms you know and, and i love it it's a great fucking bike i mean i couldn't see myself necessarily parting with that bike but let's see what happens when i ride this you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
2: I don't know. I think I think you're going to jump on board with it, dude. Like, once you once you ride it and you, like, I don't know. I think the, the Softail is a great bike. The Softail is like a, a
1: machine. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean?
2: But you lose, you lose that feel for riding a Harley because it's so good. It's yeah. so smooth. It handles so good. Yeah. It's, you're not on a Harley anymore. Yeah. There's no vibration. The bagger is like that compromise where you still got a bike that's on rail, even, yeah. like, in stock form. But it's still the handlebars; still going to vibrate. It's just going to shake. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a bagger. You look at that. That they've been making these bikes. I mean, road Roguelikes and shit. Pretty much the same fucking styling for. Yeah. I don't know since the late '80s, right? Early yep, '90s. Yep. So, like, you know, that's a Harley. Like the Softail was such a new platform; it looked completely different. I mean, with anyone that looks at bikes, I'm sure a lot of people can still look at them and think it's a Harley. But a lot of people look at Honda Shadows and think they're Harley.
0: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely.
2: You know, and I just. I think you're going to fucking love it, man. Yeah. Once, once you get a chance to ride that thing. Once you got bags that are supposed to be on the bike, yeah. that was my thing. Like, I I got audio on the fucking Dyna now, and I was going to throw bags and shit on there. But it's just not the same. They don't uh. ever look the part like the bagger bags do. When you're a stunt rider and you're jumping from, like, seat down, sit down to knee knock and doing combos and shit, you're always hitting the bag. That's why I took my other ones off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, you're, know. and you're not I, feeling that with the bags that are meant to like, you know, with the with the road glides like that, you're not hitting the bags with your knees and stuff like that or, or...
2: No. Gotcha. At all. Like I don't know if that's just a personal thing, but I mean Bear, too, like he rides his bag, he has no problem transitioning, from sit down, stand up, all that stuff. There's the bike's just just long enough, like whatever extra little bit of stretch it has, like you have that clearance and you're not hitting it. Yep. And it's just it's just right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's convenient to have that fucking storage and a radio and a phone charger especially when you're a little instagram horn you gotta charge the phone up and shit. oh yeah
0: definitely definitely yeah. if it ain't for the grandma don't mean a damn right
2: social media
0: alive man oh yeah for sure you know it's crazy because you know everybody's kind of on this lockdown i mean and and i think social media has kept a lot of people saying that's why we keep doing these you know we were doing the podcast anyways but doing these live ig podcasts where i mean right now we got 48 people logged in with us you know and a lot of people on the on there talking shit for sure which is awesome but it's uh you know it's cool because I, I, you know, we're helping people. I think get through some shitty times. At least giving them a little bit of entertainment. You know, they get to look at our yeah, pre- it, our pretty it mugs.
2: Talked about us both wearing beanies and having beers. I mean, we look better good. Than them jacking off for the fifteenth time today.
0: Yep. Oh, look, gorilla cables in the house. We look good though. We look damn good for a Monday morning. I'll tell you that right now.
2: Hey man, it's because bars are closed.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's true. I had to just take my dog to the vet right now, the dermatologist. My dog goes to a full-blown dermatologist now. His fucking allergies are so fucked up. He has to, I had to drop him off. He's there until like 5 o'clock today.
2: Fucking fancy
0: guy. Oh, shit. I forgot to plug my computer and give me one second. You can talk to some of these people in the chat before my computer right. dies.
2: Yeah, I got to go get a fucking card for this thing. I just seen the uh, 20% warning. Hey, What's up, people? What's up, Choctaw? Hopefully, uh, this stupid-ass virus shit's over so we can come out to Four Corners to party this year.
0: Okay, I'm back.
2: All right, let me grab a charge of you. I just, uh, want to make sure someone's here to entertain these people.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Moglide, right, yeah. yeah. White people dogs, man. It's, uh, but it's, he's a pit bull and Belgian Malinois, dude. He's just always had the worst skin, but we have his sister also, and she's perfect. It's a, I feel bad for the dude. Sign my titty. iPhone users never have their phones. Tra- no, we, I don't even charge mine at night. Caesar, I don't even, you're just on a whole nother level, man. I'm in my, uh, goddamn. Bear trap, you talking about four corners? I hope so. Four corners of shit. JG, you're the one of the most entertaining people I ever met in my life. I need to get you on here. We need to talk some shit.
2: Dude, JG is one of my favorite humans to ever exist. Uh,
0: I wish I could, I wish I got to talk to him and hang out with him more.
2: Dude, I wish he just lived in Vegas. Shep. But I don't think it'd be for himself.
0: What's up, big Shep?
2: God damn it. I'm trying to like position my uh, phone on my speaking riser here.
0: There you go. <laughs> L- L- you know, well, I can't far. even say your name, L- Luca's Azteca or something. I don't know. Um, I've never experienced the Dyna Wobble personally. I've watched other people experience it, but it's a it's it a thing of sucks. yeah. It's multiple issues, not just like one thing that you can do and fix and it's good. Like I mean, you got to have proper maintenance. Neck bearings make a big deal. The tires can make a big deal. All that kind of motor stuff. Mount. Motor mounts, you know. Motor, um, you know. Motor, motor stabilization. So it's a it's a little bit of a thing. It can. I don't know if you have it. Sometimes you can get it gone completely, but at, least, at the very least, you can reduce it by fucking ninety percent with the uh, proper maintenance yeah. and proper a couple proper things.
2: If, yeah, I feel like if your dyna wobbles, there's like you said, there's a lot of things you could do to minimize it. But if you have a, a dyna that wobbles, there's no like getting rid of it. Yeah. If you, sometimes you just have a good dyna that rides really good, yep. and like it might have a little wobble at 110 buzz. Those bikes can be fixed. But if you're going 80 in your bike doing bar clappers, you're just stuck with that shitty bike.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah, I've been my Dyna, and and, you know, has never. I've never. I kind of also feel like maybe a little bit of a weight issue, being that I'm a fucking, uh, uh, you know, for politically correct terms, I'm a big fella. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I swear, man, like I've, I've been in the same situations running the same, I mean, you know, stuff, even when I didn't have like the good suspension and stuff, I've never got it. And, and I've seen people just fucking start wobbling out. I'm like, Oh fuck. Like it's, yeah. it's scary looking, let alone to experience it. So I'm, I'm also glad that I've never experienced that.
2: Yeah. My, my black bike before this black bike, the one before the back. I guess the dyna I had before the back was the worst. Like, literally, cold in Pineapple, any of these dudes, like, I'd be 80 miles an hour, and I'd have tank flats, dude. Like, yeah. life and death situations. And, I mean, I about, I got the wheels balanced. I got to do uh, swing arm bushings, do motor mounts, stabilizers, whatever. And, like, best case, I got that thing to wobble at 90 instead of 80. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. just right. And then this one, Bone Stock, I was doing 100 plus on it, and it was fine. And then after I beat on it, some shit started to move around, but then with stabilized and everything, it's locked back down. I don't know if it was just like uh, a quality control thing, like some of these frames aren't perfectly straight, or the swing arms are off, or like what it is when Harley was building it.
1: Yeah,
0: well, Harley's never been really known for their tolerances, is the, is the problem you know
2: hey you're not wrong
1: <laughs> no
0: they've gotten better over the years but fuck man you know when you see all those fucking old bikes and they're like always leaking oil it's not because they don't have brand new gaskets it's because that shit yeah. wasn't fucking straight you know i had fucking thousandths of play so it just leaked out everything it could
3: but
2: yeah that's it's, that's the thing i always hear people like they get a new bike or a new to them bike they're like, oh, I rode it around for a week and now it's, it's leaking oil. And I was like, it's leaking oil or it's dripping oil? Yeah. And they'll send, like, a picture of this big in their garage of an oil spot. I'm like, that just means it's a hard. Yeah. It does matter. They just all do that.
0: They do. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it, you can get rid of that stuff, too, but it takes uh, some time on a grinding stone to fucking even some shit out, you know? And, and yeah. you know, it's uh, it all depends on how deep you want to get with that kind of situation. I even, I mean... I, I, my soft tail has a, a drip out of one spot, but I think it just needs a new um, uh, derby cover gasket, and that's really the issue there. But beyond yeah. that, you know, it, that one's been pretty solid. My Dyna right now is leaking. I think I cracked my uh, my fucking clutch cable's old, so I think I I dragged my clutch cable too many times, and it's like leaking out of the clutch cable when it's on the uh, when it's sitting straight up. So I think I've yeah. dumped out my all my fucking transmission fluid in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't out of it's, that
2: fucking O ring that comes out. Yeah, of the, uh, yeah, okay. that
0: or the clutch cable itself. Somewhere it's leaking something, and I just haven't even fucking looked at it. You know. I'm just like, yeah, yeah whatever. It just, yeah. I have
2: one that was so bad, dude. Like I over, I overfilled. I don't know if I overfilled the transmission, but I used some super heavy transmission fluid. Yeah. Like fucking 90 weight or some shit. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I remember like <laughs> 90, weight was just fucking
0: deep. putting some cement in that bitch,
2: <laughs> dude, it was pretty much fucking like flood, dude. It was, it was thin, oh, but it yeah. was cause like I drained the tranny one time and I just see metal shavings And so I was like, all right, we're going heavier on this shit. Yeah. And, uh, I was just got it like hot, like out there doing like repetitive drifts and like rev limiter donuts and shit. And, uh, I kept getting oil on my hand and I'm like, what the fuck is this oil? Like I'm looking at my motor, my motor spot, which is not a drop of oil on it. It pushed oil all the way up the clutch cable up to the lever.
3: Oh wow. And I was
2: getting oil shooting out of the fu- transition fluid coming out of the fucking lever. Dude.
0: What the fuck? I never yeah. heard of that happen before. That's crazy.
2: Hey, I'll find a way to make it happen.
0: Right? Fuck it.
2: Yeah, Harley's aren't meant to do none of the dumb shit we do on them. That's probably definitely why not. you never actually ride them the right way.
0: Yeah, definitely not. It, you know, I remember, you know, fucking 15 years ago when people were doing, you know, wheelies on Dinas, you know, coming three, four inches off the ground. And people were just like, fuck, I didn't know I could do that. And now it's, you know, to see what they're, what all you guys have done done with them and making it you know capable or i guess or, or showing people what they're capable of is it's wild man it's still i mean i've seen it so much and i've been around so much the, of the stunt you know stuff it still trips me out when i go and, and you know see it when i'm around people and they're doing it you know what i mean i'm like always still like
2: fuck Dude, the you level, know the level of it now like dudes like dom 829 and joey55 and shit that are just yep. pushing the fucking absolute limit on yep. these fucking dinosaurs. I like when I I wanted a chopper. I wanted like a little bobber chopper bike. When I was looking at bikes at Harley, and uh, I happened to go show up there one day to like look at bikes like on my lunch break. Yeah. From my job that was down the street, and Unknown Industries was out there. It was like Nick, Pig, Buddy, whoever, and they were doing a demo at Harley. And I was like, I've never seen a Harley dude. We've never even heard of it. You know what I mean? And I seen these dudes, and I'm like, what the fuck are those? And then. A couple of guys were like, oh, those are Dinahs and FXRs and shit. And I was like, all right, I want an FXR with that, like that gold bike, you know? And I had no idea they don't make those things. Anymore. I didn't know shit about Harley. Yeah. And uh, they're like, yeah, they don't make FXRs anymore. And if they do, you can't find – like if they sell one, you're not going to find that because they're old. Yeah. So uh, I got a Dinah. But, I mean, back then, people saw a tail lights doing sun shows. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would scrape their taillight and people would lose their fucking mind. Oh,
0: yeah. That was a big deal. That's, I mean, that, at that time, that was deep. That was, yeah. that was the deep right there, you know? And it's crazy yeah. seeing, you know, I've told the story before on like, uh, Joey D, you know, when he fucking, when we first kind of started working with him and he, he pushed it to the limits a little bit and fucking just wrecked his fucking bike back here behind the shop, you know, trying yeah. to scrape that fender, that dude fucking can get so fucking deep now. It's crazy, you know?
2: Yeah, dude, it's, it's wild to like, to see, like, I remember the fucking first person doing a hand drive and now you got Dom doing double hand drags for fucking a hundred feet
3: and shit. Like it's, that's crazy.
2: It it just doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Like I'll never be on that. I'll never be that level of rider. I still go out and have fun. And that's like, I think it's uh, the main thing that's been lost with the stud scene now is it started off. A lot of you having fun like just going out and like pursuing a hobby and like pushing each other. And then it just turned so competitive that it turned a lot of people off.
3: Yeah. Like definitely. A lot of people
2: love to watch it still. Oh yeah. But, participation-wise, a lot of people have, like, just been so turned off because they're like, I'll never be at that level. And it discourages them. For me, I just, like, I know I'll never be at that level because I just... I just want to go out and have fun. I don't want to crash anymore. I crash doing dumb shit.
1: Oh, yeah. And
2: I just... I do regular writing, too. But I still love to see the progression. But I feel like it's gotten so overly competitive instead yeah. of being a fun thing and people are pushing each other in a good way.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, that's, and that's kind of what I've noticed too, for the most part, the stunt scene of, of riders, um, uh, it seems like everybody's, you know, pretty close and you know, there's, we you know, we're all human. We're all not meant to get along, you know, so they're going to run into certain shit like that. But for the most part, yeah. everybody seems to just be really supportive of everybody else in the riding community and, and really trying to push each other to the, do what the best they can, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, just J.G. has if anybody's seen Tallboy or if he disappeared back into the woods. That dude is yeah. <laughs> fucking wild to watch ride, man. That first time I actually got to watch him ride was at the Battle of the Creek last year. And, yeah. you know, it's also his bike setup, those wheels on his bike, those fucking uh, contrast those cut wheels. When he's doing that, those crazy wide drifts and stuff. And, you know, he's fucking pitched all fucking gnarly you know Just it's like a. Off a bike, oh yeah dude that's uh you know that that's between him and andy i love watching andy ride Andy
2: 76 yeah he's fun yeah. to watch right because
0: he's a big dude he's a big guy he's
2: one of my like og homies before i could wheelie a harley he was out here for supercross and i met him and joey five. yeah when they were on yamaha bolts they neither one of them could wheelie either they were like doing seat standards and shit I had, like Four o'clock, seat standards like this. Yeah, both are just fucking killing. Yeah, he's
0: super fun to watch, right? But those two guys, man, they they were killing it at the at the Battle of the Creek. I hope we can do that event again this year. That was I,
2: I. I really looked at it and I was like, "This is the fucking move." It looked like a good fucking time. It looked like shit was, like, I like the fact that it was judged by people to actually do this shit. Yeah. Like, Dom was out there, and he's, you know, one of the fucking goats, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of the best fucking riders of all time, and he's out here judging a so show. not
3: yep. Yep. people
2: that never rode a Harley, yeah. let alone got the front tire off the ground. Yeah, you yeah, know?
0: exactly. It'd be like me judging it. I, I don't, I'm, I'm just going to look and be like, oh, that looked cool.
2: Five. yeah you know like yeah. i don't fucking yeah. know i don't know how <laughs>
0: hard that is but it was cool and that was kind of the points you know uh, when we organized that event with cruci uh you know that was one of the things we wanted to do we wanted to make sure our judges were kind of on point we hit, we flew king tony in to judge it yeah. you know um
2: yeah ryan was telling me about that
0: yeah so you know it was uh that was the biggest thing so there was real judging behind it you know it had a uh, real criteria and I don't know We, we I guess the, the city wasn't stoked on it though they weren't stoked on the noise that Cave Creek area as it's all like yeah. biker bars and shit you know they don't like the fucking yeah, Cave noise
2: Cave Creek is like hogs and heifers stretched out over like four miles yeah. so I'm like how, why is there a noise complaint
0: yeah it's weird man and it's like man we brought you know people. everybody was there drinking for the fucking two or three days so we bring money here but they, yeah. yeah, they weren't, they weren't into it. So I don't know if we'll be doing it again this year or if we're just going to, I know Cruci said he's in the process of like looking at new locations, but we'll see where that goes. It's not, it's not easy to find yeah. spots that'll let us do that kind of stuff. You know, um, it's the same with, with Dyna Days out here. It's not easy to find a location. You know, um, we scouted yeah. so many different locations after the first one to do the second one. And, you know, we, we weren't trying to be at the same place where there's another motorcycle event you know, because hippie, yeah. ki- hippie killers hosted at the same spot. But unfortunately it was just, it was what it was. And that was the only location we could find that didn't give a fuck what we did to the concrete. You know, that's yeah. the biggest part. You can have a motorcycle show fucking anywhere, but having the stunt yeah. spot is where it's hard, you know? And, you know, I know at the, you know, I just, there's a lot that goes to it. It's not just like, yep, we're going to do this. There's a lot of insurance deals. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff, man, you know. At the end of the day, you're putting That's on a, a high-intensity
1: show.
2: People don't realize that shit, man,
1: mm-hmm. for
2: sure. Like, riders don't realize that. They're just no. like, I just got to show up and do a couple wheelies. They don't realize the insurance behind it, the fucking negotiations. And like you said, people, we're destroying fucking parking lots. Like, oh, yeah. Like, in a day. Like, Four Corners, like, was the most, like, one of the best spots of all time. Like, I see what you guys did Battle of the Creek, and that looked rough, dude. Like, the concrete did not look like the most fun. Yep. Everybody made it happen cuz they were good riders, but four corners like the most mint perfect concrete, not a crack, it's first level. Dude, after the first show, it was just like this will never be the same again. No. You know, yeah, like I, this
0: We may have to actually move stuff. it this year if you know what I mean because the concrete's still so fucked up from last year.
2: Where are they moving it?
0: I'm just meaning like we need to move it over like fucking 20 oh. feet or something because that con- yeah. that concrete's still fucked up, man. I guarantee it.
2: Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, they're not getting that shit. There's what two years of three bikes burning tires, like yep. literally burning moss till they pop multiple times a day. Like that, that lot repays for forever.
3: Oh yeah,
0: man. There's just uh, they got so many comments going on. It's almost hard to keep pay attention to what we're talking about.
2: Oh, there's chef. What's up, chef? Shep?
0: Yeah, chef's been on here killing it
2: hey Victor off uh, JG damn dude I know like almost all these motherfuckers thank you guys for supporting and like following my shitty stuff yeah super proud you guys not white people I just not seen that so you didn't, you didn't even go- <laughs> stuff.
0: y'all you didn't even go to four corners last year though so you excited to ride again this year
2: dude I'm I, I like I told you before, I wasn't I was gonna hit you up and be like, hey, I don't know if we're riding four corners or you're interested in me riding it this year. But like I was gonna message you be like, me and Maddie are going regardless. Yeah. If you wanted to go last year, like whether I'm doing a show or not, just cause that rally is so fucking good, we were like, We're gonna show up to this fucking rally and like either just hang out and support or like participate. Either way. Yeah. And then you literally, like I was telling Maddie like I got a message Steve today and then you messaged me like, Are you interested in riding four corners this year? And I was like, "Well, I was gonna ride out there, but probably not anymore. If I'm gonna be doing these sun shows, I'm not trying to put those miles on the bike and hopefully yeah. to make the back home.
3: Oh, for sure, for but, sure, dude.
2: It's gonna best be best time of my fucking best time of my life was four quarters the motorcycle rally. Yeah, like I, I can't I can't advocate enough for that fucking shit.
0: Yeah, no, it's one of the it's one of my favorite shows of the year now too. I mean, uh, I didn't go to the first one that you guys rode at, um, because I was out of town, but going last year, and I think you know." I, I was able to kind of experience the event, not just stick in a, say, you know, be stuck in a booth. So, you know, yeah. I was riding around and I it, I kind of used it as a little mini vacation and it was fucking amazing. And, you know, got yeah. to ride around Colorado a little bit this year. My plan is to go out a couple of days early cause we're going to trailer out the bikes in the, in the uh, trailer and bring the motor home and the dogs and the whole fucking, the whole fucking, the, uh, whole, the whole middle-aged kit, you know? And, uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> we're,
0: we're gonna uh you know stay at john's and john's property and then i want to do some a few days of riding before the event or you know after the event whatever it, it does you know um
1: i
2: think here it's like i miss out so much the first year on like the actual riding yep. just because like we we party so fucking hard the whole time we we're out there dude like we barely were alive we to do the sun shows and like this year i want to like actually see some of the sites that Durango has to offer and do some of the riding out there. Like me and Maddie want to fuck the cruise million dollar highway and do all and like actually see what they have to offer versus just riding in a parking lot. Like I do anywhere else in the United States. Yep. And like being completely hungover. Yeah. Not to say that I won't be fucked up and hung over and yeah. all that good stuff. But. Yeah. I
0: mean, you guys got to see the, the sunset and the sun come up every fucking night. So there you go.
2: Usually we were up for all of that to happen. That's what I mean. The first year we were there, we got there on Friday. Was it Friday or Thursday we got there? I think we got there Thursday night.
0: Yeah, Thursday night.
2: And uh, me and Holden didn't go to sleep until Sunday around 6 p.m. We were awake, like literally didn't take a nap for almost three days.
0: Oh, when I was and, uh, there this last year, I, 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 was, um, I'm, you know, I'm not really, I haven't been really drinking a whole lot. And at that time I wasn't drinking any. So I'd actually yeah. be going to bed around 10, 11 o'clock at night and I'd be waking up at six in the morning to go do some shit or whatever. And I'd be walking yeah. out of the casino and Holden's just out there in the, in the parking lot, like hiding places or like just standing in weird areas with a beard. I mean, you not know, with a beard, with a beer. And then he'd like come up to me and be like, save me and i'm
1: <laughs>
0: and like, i'm just like jesus guy go get some fucking sleep man
2: but yeah it, yeah it, we were up for like three days straight and like everyone i don't know we just had shit to prove because we're from vegas so we just had to like put everybody's dick in the dirt and like the show like how we do it out here and uh by sunday dude we were so tired it was after the very last show at like five five or six o'clock. We we're like, all right, what are we doing? And everyone's like, oh, we're going to the pool. We're doing this. We're doing that. And Z had a whole pool party planned and stuff. And he, I mean, he got a drift of people to come. And me and Holden were like, yeah, cool. So we got the room, my room key. Got the other room key from the kid that was like hanging out in my room. Got it from him through threw it away. Me and Holden go in there, lock the deadbolt, fucking hide the room kid. He laid in one bed. I laid in one bed. And we're like, all right, good night. Love you. We're going to sleep. <laughs> and we slept until Monday morning when we had to fucking leave, dude. Like, oh, man. People were, We shut our phones off. We're like, I don't give a fuck. We got to go to sleep. We're going to die.
0: Oh, yeah. You have to after a certain time, man. When, you, when you've been so sleep deprived and fucked up, you got to fucking either that or get some meth, you know, one or the other.
2: Dude. Speaking of meth, I, mean, I don't know how people want to get on this podcast. I
0: don't give a fuck. But,
2: <laughs> this is some real all right, shit. So I didn't think so. But yeah, we were, uh, we were out in Durango, and we were trying to find cocaine for, like, the longest fucking time. And I guess in Colorado, there's just no cocaine. It's just, they got mushrooms. Like, we're like, hey, do you know where I can get some, you know where the party's at, you know? Yep. They're like, I got mushrooms. We're like, no, we don't want mushrooms. We want, like, cocaine. They're like, yeah, I got, I got LSD. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys out here? And uh, eventually, we're, like, asking people, asking people. <laughs> and then, uh, what the fuck was it? Like, JG and Holden around this fucking weird-ass, like, mess chick, right? Yeah. Like, I I knew she's a mess chick because that's just, like, where I grew up. It's, like, in a mess house. Yeah. So I, yep. just, I can just smell it on her.
3: And the smell, you
2: can smell it. Yeah, Holden's like, this bitch says she has something. And I was like, all right, what do you got? She's like, I got that glass. And then Holden looked at me, like. You know, like, shrugs, like, I don't know, we're doing it. And I was like, fuck it, just get it, dude. Because we, <laughs> we couldn't find Puzzle coke, man. Like, we, we have sun shows to do the next day.
3: Yep, yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the way it and, is, though. I mean, that's the way fucking... Yeah, I mean, you Colorado
2: shuts down, dude. Like, it was, that was another thing. I'm from Vegas, there's no last call. Everything just keeps going,
3: Yep, you know? yep.
2: And every, we were at, like, all these different bars. And then, like, it was like, oh, this one's closed. and We went to the next one, and they're like, all right, last fall, it's like two in the morning and things are closed down. Next thing you know, we're like in a speakeasy in a fucking mop closet, dude. Like <laughs> we've, we've, We figured it out, man. We figured this Durango out. It was a good fucking sign. Yeah? But.
0: That's Harley's, man. That's Harley's right there, you know. It's a, that's a wild story. I mean, you've told me that story before, but I just let it ride because I wanted everybody else to hear it because it's fucking funny.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know you've heard it, but I'm like, the Gram needs to hear it. They need to show up at Four Corners Motorcycle Rally this year.
0: Yeah, bring that snow, though. Don't bring that glass. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Please bring some cocaine if you're going to Four Corners Motorcycle Rally this year. I promise you, you will double your investment because everybody out there on the Harley is trying to buy coke yep. and all they have is fucking meth. So oh, bring, yeah. Somebody bring like an ounce. That's because you you're on that out.
0: res, man. You're out there on the res. You probably got to go into Durango where it's like all bougie. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: you, yeah I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they got the I snow mean, there for I'm, sure. Between holding last year and then me beating up the fucking Navajo nation the year before. I'm not sure how nice the res kids are going to be to us anyways. They're not going to
3: hook us up with shit. Yeah. I,
0: have I know like last year, um, you know, holding up kicked out of the casino and, uh, I was just like, fuck, like, cause I had left the night, the night he got kicked out, I had left. And, yeah. um, not that I was hanging out with him anyways. Like I said, I was a, so I was being a sober, responsible middle-aged man and fucking, you know, I boned out. And then I hear that he got kicked out of the casino and everybody, you know, blah, blah. And I was just kind of waiting for a phone call from somebody, you know what I mean? To say something, I never heard a phone call and I'm like, cool. I'm, is what it is then they must not we're great yeah, yeah. we're
1: doing good then.
0: <laughs> as long as I ain't getting no phone call for something like I don't, I don't give a fuck then like that's that's Harley's man that's the way this shit goes you know like it's yeah. uh, we're gonna party and they're gonna do their thing and but we brought you know we brought a good show we had fun and, and nobody got hurt and you're gonna kick them out for partying I mean fuck yeah. it, you know I mean I've been kicked out of fucking hotels and shit too but you know you, I've been
2: 86 from more places than I've been asked to come back to you so The good thing is you got kicked out of a
0: hotel that you got for, you know, a sponsored hotel.
2: That's fucked up, Golden. No,
0: no, I mean, I think it's a good thing. Fuck it. They're the ones who gave us the hotel room and then you got kicked out of it.
2: (laughs) Hey, we made them money, though. People showed the fuck up and spent money in Durango, Colorado.
0: That's for real. And
2: I know last year was twice as big as the year we were out there.
0: Yeah.
2: People were all over. Even Oaks was like, dude... I've had like a hundred vendors hit me up after watching your guys' stories. Like we're going to be there next year. Oh yeah. And that was like one of the main reasons I wanted to like kind of see something I put all this effort into the first year. I want to see how big it was next year. And I missed out on it. Yeah. I had a stupid baby, dude.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna. I think this is this is just everything the event entails. Like as a as a whole, like you're. It's there's if you, you if you're bored at that event, it's a three day event or so. If you're bored at that event, you're just fucking up. You don't know how to live life.
3: You're just a square, dude.
0: Yeah, you're. you're fucking square. You just suck. I mean, you don't got to party. You don't got to be drunk. You don't got to be wasted. I mean, i be. I mean, there's just but there's just no. something to do every moment of every day during the event. I mean, dude. from they got a, a fishing derby this year.
2: Parades. Yeah, Bases. hill climb. Josh climb.
0: Runlet's karaoke bar, fucking I,
2: poker run. fuck, dude, there's everything, everything. Yeah. And if you are degenerate, it's probably going to be the best time of
0: your life. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's gonna, it's a great fucking event, man. I, I'm, I'm stoked for us to all go back again this year. You know, um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to that event more than I'm looking forward to my own event.
2: That's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> hey. Shout out to uh, the chief of police of Durango, Colorado. If he's watching this, that dude's be real one. Yeah. Uh, did did we tell you that story? No. Oh, so uh, me and Holden beat up some Navajo kids the night before at one of the clubs.
1: Uh huh. And
2: and women went, like I don't know. We won't get involved in it. But it was it was a bad fucking time for some Navajo kids. Yeah. And the next day we show up to the parade. I got a black eye. Holden has bust lips. I punched Holden in the face for some reason. I'm not sure. <laughs> But I Holden in his mouth and busted his lips. So we're at we're at fucking the rally the next day for the parade. We show up late per usual, because of me. And uh John's just sitting there and he's like, What the fuck is wrong with you guys? We have we're all beat the fuck up and hung over. And he's like, put the sunglasses on. Bill Well gave me like a, a set of sunglasses uh-huh. and uh we do the parade and they have this group of chicks of like the diamond divas or something, right? Yeah. And then, the husband is behind all of them. He's like controlling like the spacing and shit, and he's like, "Don't get too close to the stunt riders because they're going to be getting crazy." And we're like, motherfucker, we're paid professionals." <laughs> and, I, and 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 I like look at Holden, and then everyone else like cut it out. Me and Holden are like, "No, nah, fuck these people." And uh, they start getting up on their seats and like riding around in circles, standing on the seat and stuff. Uh-huh. So we're just like, "Fuck it, we just just dump nuts, dude." Like second, third gear rollers down Main Street, in Durango. And do the fucking, like the whole town is on that street. If anyone's ever been there, the whole town is out there yeah, watching
0: this. Exactly. And we're
2: doing wheelies, fucking rolling burnouts down the whole thing, donuts, and people are going fucking nuts. Next thing we know, there's like four cops at the end of the street and they're like, pull, like, pull us over and they're like, go back to the, the staging area. So we get to the staging area and this fucking like head honcho motherfucker's pulling in like an unmarked cop car. Yeah. J D has pictures of it. Like this is there's real evidence out there. JT has the pictures. Yeah. And uh he pulls them a lot and I was like, Well let's just get it over with. So me and Holman walked up there and the guy's like, I'm the chief of police for Durango, Colorado, blah blah blah. And he's like, You guys know why you gotta stop what you're doing, right? And I was like, Yeah, man, we just got hyped up, like watching the girls do the sun. He's like, Some fucking girls were standing on their seats riding in circles. You guys were doing surgery rolling burnout, spraying little kids with rubber shoves. <laughs> And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it makes sense, man." Yeah. And he's like, "He's like, I know who you guys are. I follow you on Instagram." So oh shit! Let you off the
0: wow. Swear to
2: God, Instagram saved our lives, dude.
0: That's fucking funny. He's gonna be fucking looking out this year though. After this fucking meth story, you better watch out.
2: Hey man, I'm gonna avoid the meth while I'm out there. But if he has anything in the evidence locker and he wants to do us. <laughs> DM your boy.
0: (laughs) Sliding them DMs, fucking chief of police. I know.
2: I know. I don't know what it might be. It should be like chief of police Durango or something. Right. I should have got his actual name. But yeah, hit us up, dude, if you know where we can get anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, God. So tell it's us about well, but
2: that. dude's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's some funny shit. What else you got going? What else you got planned for this year? I mean, what events are you going coming out to? What uh, or are you just fucking basically, all kind of yeah, on little I mean, little bit of lockdown with the baby.
2: Kind of on lockdown with the baby, but I mean, if she gets any worse, we might end up just leaving her in a dumpster somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
2: yeah. Start over. Yeah, but I mean, she's getting better. But
0: hit that research. Sure,
2: four corners. dining days. I'll be there. Uh, besides that I don't know if Bill will throw us anything I'd like to fucking get back on the road and like start meeting up with my homies in other states like I did before yep yep and I mean I got a ride or die kid with me she's down to do all that shit we just got to find someone to watch the kid while we do it yeah
3: yeah
0: you're gonna get that little baby on a, on a bike one of these days or how's that gonna work for you with the oh, little dude. one now
2: for sure dude like that I almost bought her a strider before she was born yeah me and Maddie Maddie was ten months pregnant, and we were walking around trying to shake the fucking baby this We tried to fuck it, it loose a million times. Yeah, I just gave her cramps. The Baby never came came out. <laughs> so we were walking around, and they had. We went by like I don't know, like REI. That's what it is. I thought it was Kohl's, but uh-huh. uh, REI. And I seen these little Strider bikes. I'm like, let's go in there and see how much they are. And they're like eighty five bucks. They were like on sale. I'm like, now I'm gonna buy one of these right now. She's like, babe, she's not even like she doesn't exist yet. Why the fuck are we buying shit like this? <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes sense but i mean I'm, I'm already looking at 50s i'm looking at fucking bicycles those little harley electric striders all that yeah i'm ready
0: that's cool man yeah it, it, it's an
2: active child
0: yeah you know you got sometimes you gotta get it in there early man so it's uh it's it's uh <laughs> um so you gotta get it in there early because some of these kids man like my kids don't really have an interest i try to get it early but then went through some life changes and and there's just nothing, my, you know, about it. They don't give a fuck, and I guess they may, I maybe always, they take it for granted too. They've been in it for for a for a minute, you know.
2: Yeah, i've I've always wanted it like my whole life, dude. You know, I'd always see these kids with dirt bikes and fucking little go pets and all kinds of shit with little motors on it, and I was just a bro kid stealing people's razor scooters in the neighborhood, you know. Yeah, and I always just always wanted a bike. I never owned my first motorcycle until I was like twenty five, twenty six years old. Oh yeah well you
0: know yeah same i didn't get a harley till i was 30 um that was when i first got my first harley it wasn't it wasn't affordable it, it's weird to me it's that not. all these like younger dudes 19 20 21 and shit um they got fucking uh they have fucking harleys and shit but i you know i don't know i couldn't do it i mean i had a car payment at that at that age but um I, there was no way i don't know if it if it got more affordable now or shit just got easier or what the fuck you know what happened there
2: also, we're different because it's financing, dude. Like, people, it's easy to go put a down payment on something and have a payment every month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's never been my thing. I've never had a car payment. Uh, the only the only thing I've ever bought new or from a dealership was my fucking grom, dude. And that's because that's the payment was like $40 a month.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I never. I wanted a grom, but I, that. Could you imagine me riding a grom? We should. Me and JG should get groms. We could be like those fucking twins in the Guinness Book of World Records, fucking riding around on the bikes.
2: Little monkey bike. You guys should do a cross-country grom tour. You and JT.
0: Oh god, that would be that would be From amazing. Here to Florida. Oh, fuck yeah. that shit. I ain't going to Florida, man. Fuck Florida.
2: Fuck.
0: Florida <laughs> JG's got thirty-four different payments. He says, "Living that payment life." Fuck it.
2: Hey man, cameras and shit are expensive. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure some of the habits aren't cheap either. You probably find up some of those. Yeah, JG <laughs> is is
0: fucking straight killing it though. It's uh, it's fucking cool to see that dude fucking doing what he does, doing what he loves, and and really just climbing up that ladder. It's a that's a fucking rough grind what he does with the with the photography, especially these days with iPhone and shit. Yeah, it's uh, he uh, you know I'm so stoked to see him just. He's gonna be like uh, our generation's Michael Lichter. Watch.
2: I don't know who that is. <laughs> but he's well, he my generation's city
0: Yep, yep. He's killing yeah. it. It's uh it's,
2: he just, it's he's a good dude. Don't people don't let his size fool you. That motherfucker's quick on his feet. He can jump out of the way of a bagger like nothing and watch me crash to a K rail. Oh <laughs> he's yeah. Done it. He's nimble.
0: Yep, It's just never not, and it's never not a fucking a hilarious funny time when you're with that dude. Like, my dude, fucking, my really? stomach hurts and shit from, from, from laughing when I'm around that guy. I love it, you know? It's nice to have those That's kind of I people, man. Right? Seriously, seriously. Um,
2: when I crashed my Dinah this last time doing that roller and got fucking fucked, dude. I like crashed. Did you just walk up to me and hands me mushroom films? He's like, here you go. These will help. And I was like, I think I have internal bleeding. He's like, yeah,
0: just go on a trip. You'll be fine. Well, fuck it. That's what it takes, man.
2: Hey, we're coming up yeah, to that hour right. mark Definitely
0: right possible. now. Um, we're coming up to that hour mark right now, so IG Live's going to crash on us. So why don't we okay. uh, it, it just let everybody know. we're gonna I'm going to cancel this right now, and we're going to start a new one, and we're going to continue this conversation. Okay? All right. All right, one moment. All
2: right. See you on the next.
0: This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is brought to you by our friends at SNS Cycle. At SNS Cycle, proven performance is not some sort of empty slogan or marketing catchphrase, but a way of thinking, a mantra, and something we've practiced every day of every week for over 6 decades. That is designed, manufactured, and tested in the heartland of America. Whether it's on the road or off the beaten path, SNS Cycle is the first choice in power sports performance. Yeah, there you go.
2: My shit way hard.
0: <laughs> Jeff's still going to be late, Holden says. <laughs>
2: yeah. Hey, I was on time for this one. <laughs>
0: um, so what What do you got going on? I know you've been trying to get Maddie on a bike, too. How's that going?
2: Good, man. We got her a little, like, uh, Kawasaki Z125. Yep. She was riding a, a Sportster around for a little bit, and one of our friends loaned us. Yeah. Uh, but then she got pregnant, so she stopped riding.
0: Wizard. But What's up, buddy?
2: But now it's just like a process. We're just trying to get her back on the bike. She's been practicing on the Z with what little time we have, like just getting comfortable again. But eventually, a little Sportster build would be fucking sick.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good bike to start on. That's what Amy started on too. Her first was a '86 Sportster or something I got for cheap, and, and you know got it going and shit like that. And then uh, from there, I swooped yeah. up the Sportster she has now. I swooped that up in Vegas one night at fucking like two, yeah, two cool. in the morning.
2: But, thing's so fucking sick, dude. Yeah, I love that it's, bike. It's been a
0: good bike too, man. It's been a it's been a runner now, and and I, I keep working on this FXR right now. So it's, I keep saying it, but it's getting close. It's getting fucking close, man. Yeah, I
2: oh. mean that's gonna be bad as fuck when that thing's done. Yeah, I love the fucking. I love that fucking paint on that thing, dude.
0: Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's original, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's smooth, it's simple, but it's detailed. Subtle. It's yeah. Subtle,
2: but it hits, yep. For sure.
0: It's going to be exciting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to get her on that bike. I mean, she's been riding that sports right now, for like I think four years. So it's going to be exciting yeah. to get her on this new bike. And she, she, every day, like I, am you know, obviously I'm fucking with the bagger and she's like, well, what the fuck's going on with my bike? And I'm like, ah, fuck. So I was here Saturday working on her bike all day, you know, um, Right now, I'm in the process of making a custom. uh, I got to make an exhaust bracket for the pipe we're running because since we're running the hydraulic transmission cover, it doesn't mount up. Okay. So, what um, are you, uh,
2: how far out are you on that build?
0: Dude, not much. There's a, I got to button up like five wires, you know, like. I'm waiting for my Race Tech shocks to come back because I had some uh, Racetech remote reservoir shocks built for it, but I told them the yeah. wrong length in the line for the reservoirs. So they were like, I didn't like the way they were bending. So I had to send the shocks okay. back to Tech. where I took them over there and they're shortening, um, they're shortening the line on it so I can have them. And then we're okay. making some CNC machine mounts that'll mount the reservoirs right on top of the, um, alley art fender strut. So nice. waiting on that. Um, but man, for the most part, it's it's like so fucking close, you know, like uh, just some little tiny things, you know, um, is is all I'm, I'm waiting on. And I think we're going to be able to do f- first fire up here real soon.
2: That's fucking sick, man. Congratulations to Amy. I'm sure she's going to be soaking that thing fucking on the road. Yeah. it's Dude, building building bikes is the most like stressful shit in the world. Like It is. I mean, if you're doing real builds. For me, I'm just like... Dude, if something's taking like six hours too long to show up, I'm losing my fucking mind. So I'm sure <laughs> with her, over the period of like months and months going by, I have to be like, she has to get fucking anxious. Oh yeah,
0: and I've been working on that bike for uh, going just over a year now, I think. Um, so, uh, you know, it's but but not that I've been working on it every day for you. Yeah, I had months where I didn't touch it. You know, just sat there. So I mean, if I yeah. if I combine the time, I mean, maybe I'm in and around five months-ish you know of actual real time um yeah but again and it's also the first frame up build i've ever done so it's a, been a huge learning experience and i have no i don't really know anything about fxrs i never had one yeah so it's uh i bought it when it was already in pieces and you know what i mean i fucking
2: uh <laughs> yeah it was a fucking <laughs> <I'm>
0: just, uh, <laughs> caesar's fucking comment can you see and see jeff some new front teeth and fix the gap <laughs> This fucking this guy, man. He's oh, he, uh, he's the worst. I had to stop following him. I love you, Caesar, yeah. but I had to stop following you because your shit's just too much, man. It, it just it puts me over the
3: edge.
2: Dude, he's fucking <laughs> relentless, dude. I, uh, Maddie posted some shit the other day, which was like, "Oh, my boyfriend's so hot" or whatever. And this nigga like screenshot and zoomed into my teeth, and I'm like, just like talking shit. I'm like, this motherfucker. And, and for some reason, Maddie likes it. I don't give a fuck about my teeth. Yeah. I do want to get a couple like. I want to get like these two golds or something. There you go, do but it. I'm, but I mean, I don't know with this pandemic going on, if anyone's trying to like cast some teeth and make me a couple gold ones.
0: But... Fuck, like you might get it on discount. I'm about ready to hey. go fucking. I'm ready to go see who's selling some shit for cheap at the fucking you know car lot and shit. Yeah, so,
2: you Dude, know when I swoop when I swoop those the bagger up, I got my buddy Donald that O three to have the thunderstars on it.
0: Oh, I know, I want and... those thunderstars. I tried to swoop those Dude, ones you cool. sent me last night; they're already gone.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Dude, they were so fucking cheap. I yeah. can't believe that they were. for their seven hundred bucks shipped or some oh, crazy
0: shit? Yeah, I wonder if it was a for a wide glide though. That the, you know, because the wide glide of thunderstars. The yeah. Yeah, it was probably. But I'm, I have a twenty-one uh, thunderstar that my buddy's machining down to fit the mid glide right now. So, yeah, that was
2: that was like that twenty-one that I uh, you got off of me. It's hard to find a twenty-one that's made for a, a narrow wide front end, Oh yeah, you know? that's why I had to get those they, from you. They're,
1: yeah,
0: I just I I put them on the chopper and then I found that twenty one thunderstar, so I'm putting that on the chopper. That's why he's machining it down, and then uh, I'm yeah. just keeping that set that I got from you. I don't know, it'll go on something one day, but
2: yeah, I got the, some the, those wheels are so fucking sick, dude.
0: Yeah, I got some wheels coming for the bagger. They should be here Wednesday. uh Coastal Moto, you ever heard of that brand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, I'm doing uh, some fucking Chrome five spokes, and it's uh, doing an 1855 five five on the rear and a nineteen three on the front. But they're also sending me a twenty one three, so I'll have okay. the option to run either one on the front. But I'm pretty sure nineteen's where it's at for me.
2: Yeah, I, I the baggers need a minimum. Like I have that sixteen inch wagon wheel on the front of mine, and I just it would just always like bummed me out seeing that yeah. wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this one I got uh one of those Talon uh nineteen inch off like one of the newer baggers like what you have. Yep. And uh, I'm gonna run a black thirteen spoke in the back so I still have matching wheels. But I would do. I would love to have fucking twenty one eighteen setup. Like it just yeah, it just looks nasty. It does but it's not it's not a real performance thing so yep. much. You know, it's kinda like take with that it's yeah. more aesthetic.
0: It looks good, yeah. but I, I think for me, like the performance part, like the performance look that I'm going for, the, I, I, on the background I'm trying to go real aggressive um, look, and I think that it needs that that tire. It needs that 19 yeah. inch tire on the front. That meat,
2: yeah, extra meat. Exactly.
0: So. <laughs> that was the thing I fought with my soft tail because I have the uh, 17.55 on the rear, of the soft tail. When you get into that size, you can only really run um, street bike tires, you know, sizing for the most part. And so yeah. I had a, um, I had a a 180 uh, 55 on the rear and it, it was just like when I took the leather pros off the, the thickness of the tire it looked like you know a fucking car where it just got some electrical tape around the rear band. Yeah, and the biggest yeah. sidewall I could find is a 60 so it's only a little bit bigger but fuck it made a huge difference when I swapped out that tire you know yeah. it gave it it just gave it that bigger fucking feel to it and it looked way better and it's hard when you get into that nitpicking aesthetics man like it's you know i buy shit all the time for these bikes and i put it on and i take it off you know what i mean yeah and it's like nah, it don't work that don't work it doesn't it doesn't flow it doesn't look right you're just fucking but you know the details though it's all those things man you got to when you you know gotta gotta level up you know
2: you can buy the same kit you've seen on another dyna like you got a dyna an o1 dyna you see another o1 dyna you buy all the same color shit same height parts and all that you put it together and it just does the floor because the paint's different or one uh you have different color like covers on your motor and like it just throws everything off yeah there's
0: a there's a lot to it man you know it's you can see a lot of people out there you know that are just throwing fucking shit at the bike you know um and not giving a fuck you know and and it's it's an interesting time with instagram and shit and people are like oh this this thing's fire and i'll look at the bike and be like no fire no
3: Nah, that shit's no, extinguished. No fire. Yeah. No
2: fire.
0: <laughs> you know, but, fire you know, out. it's, but it's all, you know, if the person likes their bike, that's all that matters to me. I don't really give a fuck. I, I just, I'm super, yeah. I've become more and more like where I'm nitpicking every little fucking detail because that's the, you know, where, where it's, I'm trying to just keep moving up the fucking ladder of putting these things together and, and making them look proper, you know? And, and you know, again, yeah. people may not like the bikes that I do. That's kind. That's fine. I don't give a fuck fuck all y'all
2: yeah i mean just like you're saying with the fucking lines on your remote reservoir shocks you're just like they bend too much yeah i got a short knee you know what i mean yep. like it's it's that fucking serious sometimes
0: yeah and it was funny too because you know uh Tech doesn't sponsor me or anything like that you know so i bought the shocks from racetech and would put them on the same day i received them from them you know and i kind of mounted them and, and, and i needed them to figure out how we we're going to mount the reservoir and yeah. uh I could see that it was, and then the same day I just emailed them back. Yep, I need this line shortened. You know, I don't fucking care if it costs money for you to do this because it doesn't matter. Not that, like, you know, yeah. oh, I fucking just have all this money, but it's the point of it. It has to be done. So if you yeah. guys are gonna charge me to shorten it, that's okay but I need it shortened. You know what I yeah. mean? And I don't know. They still have them right now. I don't know what's going to go on. I, you know, I know they're working on them or whatever, but it's just the, the little details that has to be done because if not, you'd have the, it would go like that, you know, and it would look fucking
2: stupid. Like a know? fucking informed. Yeah, exactly.
0: Standard. Exactly. And it's that little thing. Cause if I know, if I walked up to the bike, no matter how cool it was, like the, they're mounted on the struts and stuff, like I've done on a Dyna and then I see the line, I'd be like, yeah, mm, Good, good yeah. idea, bad execution. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but it's. Yeah, I, get,
2: I get that, dude. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm picky with a lot of my shit, like something, like even my stunt setup, just my fender angle, how deep it is, how long it is. Like, dude, I, I've had the same fender cut like three different times, and like reworked and changed and shit. And yeah. like, I might, I was gonna do it again, and I got this fucking paint on here, so I'm just like, that's eh, gonna have to just be what it is at this point.
3: Yeah, yeah. But
2: it's. It's like that, man. Like, if you give a fuck about your bike, huh? you're gonna you're gonna be nitpicky. It's a Harley, dude. It's a piece. It's a it's artwork. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Like, whether you're a stunt rider or a show bike builder, you're gonna be like take you, you should be. I yep. am. Yep. I yep. Got, Like, I I rode around with the that tank I got off of eBay that was all dented up. Yep. I got that tank for sixty bucks, and it was just so I can ride. Yeah. And I was like ashamed to be seen on it. You know, like I'm like, don't take pictures of me on the bike. Like, yeah. don't. I don't want videos of me like on this thing when mm-hmm. it looks like this. Right, it's just, right. It's just
0: not okay. Yeah, Sp- Brent from Spokane or Brent, aka Spokane Speed One, he just asked if uh, if we th- if we think that the stunt bikes need to be set up, you know, all proper and perfect. But I don't know. I have I have two uh, opinions on that. I feel when people are learning and stuff, you know, and crashing, fucking run it, man. Because you're yeah. why don't waste the money? Run it. B- break everything you need to break to get to the point where you're like. Okay, I've I've crashed once this year. You know what I mean? Like I, I've ridden yeah. fucking 360 days out of the year, and I've only crashed once. You know, get to that level, yeah. and then fucking make it look however you want, because you know a lot of the guys that have you know we've helped with stuff, you know, come through here, and and it's it you know it gets idolized. People put people on pedestals and shit like that, and they're like, oh, you know, again, with the, and he he mentioned the unknown bikes. It's like. Yeah, their bikes are great, and those fools don't drop them, you know. And maybe they do every yeah. once in a while, but, you know, the reality of it is they're not out fucking dropping them every day. So
2: yeah, they and, can, and those those dudes, too, have been doing, like, n- nothing against any of them I'm actually friends with a couple of dudes. Yep. But they have their show figured out. Yep, they exactly. Do the
3: same
1: routine. They do the
2: same tricks every NASCAR race that they're booked at, every monster event yep. they're booked at. Uh, they do the same stuff. They're used to that routine. And they got it nailed down. So they can have their shiny bike now. They're but if on you're autopilot. Progress, yeah. If you're trying to progress and learn and get better, you're going to have a rougher, beat-up bike. Like, yeah. Like, me with my Dyna now, the way it's set up and painted, I'm not going to push the limits on that bike. That's what the bagger's going to be again. Yeah. But that, I'll stick to what I know and I'm comfortable at. And I, I... People are stoked on it still. Like, I don't need to be doing double hand drags on that bike. Yeah. It's a cool fucking bike. I'll, I'll push the limits on something else that doesn't have that time and money invested into yeah, it
0: yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And then, you know, you'll get to, you know, everybody who wants to and is willing to put in the time and fucking blood, sweat, tears into fucking stunt riding will get to a level where they're like, okay, you know, again, I'm good let's custom paint the bike, let's chrome all this shit out, let's fucking make it the baddest fucking bike out there, and I'm still going to fuck it up on this bike, you know, I'm still going to keep going, and you're good, but it's, you know, too many guys, it it just gets too idolized, too too much put on a pedestal to be like, my bike's got to look like this, it's got to be this badass bike, and then you do all this shit, and you, even this, this Dyna that you recently, you recently had it done, and I mean, you know, you're a good fucking rider, but you went out, you fucking hit something shitty, and you put it down and you fucked it up. You know what yep. I mean? Right after it was all put together. You know what I mean? Just, just like yep. that. You know? Um, it's, it's inevitable,
2: dude. It's it inevitable. Is. You, you even, even riding comfortable, like you have your routine figured out, you have your set tricks that you know that you're you like to do. Yep. It's inevitable. It's gonna happen, dude. The the best fucking riders in the game. There's always a chance. Like like that rolling burnout. You get hit a rock. You get hit gravel. You can fucking put your bike on. It can be a uh, bike malfunction. You can yep. doing a wheel and your rear master cylinder goes out, and then you're just done. And you're just deciding how bad you want to fuck yourself up and how bad you want to fuck the oh, yeah. bike up.
0: You can come across you a know? painted stripe in the fucking uh you know on the road and fucking slip out. I mean, I've done. I did it once in Vegas. I came out to Vegas uh, for Gringo's ride, the first ride for Gringo. Remember we came yeah. out there and uh it was raining that night. Remember it was raining that Friday night, and uh, we mm-hmm. were at we were at Hogs. And I'm like, I'm going to take my bike back to the hotel and I'm going to walk back just so I fucking had it put, you know, put away. And I remember, you know, I'm I'm at a fucking stoplight, you know, fucking, and I just go to turn left. I didn't just a normal takeoff. And that fucking concrete in Vegas got super fucking slippery and just spun me out. Just like not that anything happened to my bike because I was going so slow, but it's just the point like, fuck dude, it don't take much sometimes. Like I almost dumped my soft tail one day getting on the freeway. No rain, nothing but that fucking. My wheel hit that fucking goddamn painted arrow in the road so perfect it just went, whoosh, and it yep. it, it almost put me fucking down. I was I yep. my butthole puckered hard, man. You know, yeah, it
2: doesn't, it doesn't, and it it doesn't take much. Like you said, even normal riding, it's inevitable that eventually you're gonna at least drop your bike. You yep. might like might be a minimal crash that's gonna happen, but when you're going out there and like whether you got those tricks nailed or locked down or not yep, and you're comfortable, there's always that small 1% chance or even less than 1% that the bike can malfunction. There's an imperfection in the road, a yep. uh, fucking whatever. Uh, there's so many things that can go wrong that <sighs> eventually it doesn't matter. Like even Holden's purple bike when yep. that thing was, he had that shit locked down to ride lots of do shows and he was at, what was it? Riverside Harley or, or Shocked off. and he put it down and there was gravel And he couldn't stop fast enough. He still stopped, didn't crash. He couldn't stop fast enough and hit his front fender. You know what I mean? Like shit, like little shit like that can happen, and your show bike is no longer a show bike.
0: I always say if I drop the bikes that I've done um, now, like like if you see my ramp for the fucking van, I have this fucking crazy huge ramp that I can ride bikes my ramp. And they're like, what do you need this giant ramp for? Why don't you just get a dirt bike ramp? And I always say, one, I fucking suck at life, so I fucking do stupid shit. And two, if I drop my bike... I guarantee it's going to be at least a thousand bucks, you know, which is more than the ramp cost. So I I don't have to worry about it, you know? And it's uh, I just have that kind of luck sometimes where I'm like, do 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 fucking dirt, you know, fucking shits on the ground. All of a sudden I'm like, Oh sweet. I
2: worked, I worked on my buddy. He got a Concord purple O2 road Glide. Right. Uh First time I ever seen one. First time I ever seen a Concord purple, like bagger. Yeah. And yeah, me work on it. Like I did bars, risers, exhaust, chain kit, shit like, like basic shit. And I covered that thing with towels every day, like, oh yeah, just to make sure nothing got dust on it, nothing got scratched, the pool got dropped on it. And uh, I drove it home to his house in my Ranger, and I had one of those little motorcycle ramps. When I go to unstrap it in the bed of my Ranger in his driveway, oh. I tipped it over and fucking cracked back, dude. Oh, yeah,
0: fuck that sucks, that's, man.
2: My, my luck's the same way, so I get, I get what you're oh, saying.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, I gotta take a piss real quick, so you're gonna have to do some chatting in this fucking uh, in these comments real quick.
2: All right, let me catch up on these comments while you're done. Yeah, Holden did break his leg and didn't even crash. I don't know how the fuck you break a bone and not crash. What sound does you make, Steve? Yeah, Mick, rolling burnouts are one of the most fun things to do, but you pay a high fucking price when you mess them up. It's cross-threaded tires and Loctite. Uh, if you cross-thread, just put Loctite on the threads that are sticking out, and then just jam the rest of the way home. What's up, Cam? Meth Kings. I mean, you don't really have to change the name to Meth Kings, because they call Meth Speed, and authority Speed Kings, so... You know, we got, we got what you need. Shit, nigga, your forehead looks good with your little old mohawk all chopped the fuck off. Ricky Bongos, if anyone knows who that piece of shit is. Uh he uses wood screws on his build, so if you need any uh woodwork done, hit that dude up for your chopper. 93 is the tank on a white glide and the FXDL the same dimensions. I couldn't tell you on that old of a Dyna, dude. That's that's back deep Evo days. Uh I know ninety-eight and up. Like 98 to 05, those tanks bolt to the frame in the same spot. So you can like interchange all those tanks. It's just the gauges and dashes are different. Uh, I have rear tire pressure depends on the tire, man. Uh, if I'm running like a bagger front tire that's five years expired and super like dry rotted, I might run like 25 in that. If I'm running a brand new 401 that still has some stickiness to it, I'll run up to like 30 or 35 sometimes. Just depends. Best 88 to buy. Um, any of them? They all suck. They all have no fucking power. Uh, they're great stuff bikes though. They don't blow the fuck up. Ricky Bongos, fuck Ricky Bongos. That's a lot of fuck Ricky Bongos in there. Yeah, I remember the lace cigarette, man. You ever did I ever tell you about that, to Steve?
0: No, tell me about this lace cigarette.
2: All right, so you know I've been a homeless degenerate for uh, uh, uh I was for a while. Yeah, and I was just old to show up with cigarettes. I didn't have money to buy cigarettes, so I just bummed it from everyone in the bar. You know. So we're at Dino. One time, and I was just asking people for cigarettes, and I asked this chick. I was like, "Hey, you got an extra cigarette on you?" Because that's my line. Yep. And she's like, "You just ask people for cigarettes." What if it was late, and she has a pack of cigarettes? She's getting cigarettes out of. And I was like, "Hey, that'd be a bonus." So right. she puts that pack back in her bra, reaches in her backpack, and pulls a cigarette out and goes, "Here, try this." Whoa! So I smoke and She's joking around or fucking around, right? Like five minutes later, I'm fucking on a trip of my life,
3: dude. No way. And
2: yeah, Matt Dino's looking at the deer head with the red, like glowing eyes and shit. And I text Holden, and I was like, I can't feel my legs. And he's like, What? And I was like, come help me right now. And he like walks with me, he's like, What's going on? I'm like, I can't feel my fucking legs. Where are my legs? He's like, Your legs are right what do you mean where are your legs? What? They're all they're attached to your body. And uh he ends up taking me out to the truck, like, you need to get some fresh air and get like out of this lighting and like calm down. I was like, Yeah, you're right. So he takes me out to the truck. And he's like, here you go. Just do a line. You'll feel better. So <laughs> yeah, then I just started doing coke to fix my trip. And it didn't help, dude. It didn't help at all. It just made it like 10 times fucking worse.
0: Yeah, hyperactive now.
2: Yeah, yeah. He like has me do like two lines. He's like, let's FaceTime pig. So I'm tripping, soaked out, like doing lines on FaceTime with really Pig. It was a great time.
0: Did you know what it was?
2: So, yep. I have no idea. Probably like Sherm or something. Yeah, yep. like a cigarette, like. I, I've never tripped like that before.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. Now you, you've got some good stories about some hood shit right there.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of really dumb shit in my life. Now that I have a kid, I try to like, I'm trying to be like really, uh, an upstanding citizen.
0: Yeah. Um, so with the kid, you know, it's funny cause I'm pretty, I'm pretty honest with my kids. I'm pretty straightforward. I don't, I don't fuck around. I tell them the truth. I tell them, you know, uh, the mistakes I've made in life or the stupid shit that I've done in life, you know what I mean, and then I feel like they can learn from it, um, you know, yeah. and so even you know, ever since they've been little kids, I've cussed in front of them and shit, you know, because I, I'm, I come from a, a group of like you know punk rock people, and and all my friends were the same way, and and it's like, well, I can either basically not talk to the people I know anymore so they don't hear cuss words, and I can try not to cuss, or you teach them what adult words are and, and what to fucking not say. Cause don't fucking say this shit, yeah. you know? And, uh, so
2: I, was, I learned not, I learned every first word there was. My first word was bitch.
0: My
3: yeah. mom was
2: like, my mom can confirm that. Oh yeah. And I learned like all these, the shit. And my mom just said, don't be saying this shit at school. Or I'll beat your ass. So I didn't say it to my teachers. I didn't say it at school. Like, <laughs> teach, them. Holden's, teach da-
0: them. Holden's daughter just walked in and said, Jeff's so funny and walked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like you, I, I feel like teaching them the right shit. You know what? What I guess not sheltering them so much. We live in such a crazy time with uh, the internet and all that shit that you know, sheltering them it, it doesn't fucking help at all. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, just let it showing them what it, the real world is really about. Um, you know, telling them the shit that you've done. You know, at their age, like, my, you know, my kid, my daughter is going into sixth grade now. You know what I mean? So she's going, she's just transitioning through this time from elementary school to junior high. I was already smoking yeah. weed and cigarettes at that age. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know, and they're not thankfully. You know, I mean, but. It's uh, it's different, you know? It's a completely different time. But the access they have now, you know, with the phones and the, you know, like my son, he got virtual reality at his house, you know, at his mom's house or whatever. So he's got this virtual reality gaming shit. And the first thing I'm like, is there porn on there? Yeah, you know? there is. And then he's like, I don't know. I'm like, motherfucker, you're 14. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs>
2: yeah. And I remember, I remember being like, uh, six, we didn't have cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone until I was 16. Yeah, That's when those like razors and shit like came out. And I got, I got on my own, like, my fucking... I didn't have my dad around to buy me a fucking cell phone. Yep. And I remember, like, trying to find porn on that thing. And then, like, I don't know, about 17, we ended up living with my parent my dad. Because yep. we were, like, homeless at that time, so my dad ended up getting custody of us. And he had, like, fucking HBO and Sars and oh, Cinemax yeah. and all that shit. Yep. And, like, with the on-demand. Oh, Dude, yeah. I ordered, like, $100 worth of porn in, like, a week. And uh, I remember he got the bill, he's like, what is this fucking bitches swallowing large dicks and like this that like all on the like thing i'm like yeah, dude i have no fucking
3: idea yeah
2: like now you can just watch that shit for free yep. like it's not even uh, like kids can just watch porn at fucking 10 years old for
0: I, free i shut down one of my dad's computers in the american online days from downloading porn from fucking weird shady chat rooms bro from i'm LimeWire? old school
1: <laughs> uh, before,
0: fuck before limewire dude you had to fucking like no passwords and shit to get into things on you know this is back in the day when you had to dial in still Like, you know, this is, a, yeah, but I mean, I, and that's the thing though. I've always, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've always been, I guess, um, a dipshit, you know, against the grain a little bit, you know, fucking, you know, uh, doing just dumb shit, you know? And, and I, you know, I tell my kids about that kind of stuff and I, and I, I don't know. They're not the same though. They're, they're my son, you know, he's pretty straight laced. He does real good in school and all that shit. But by his age, he's a freshman right now. I mean, I was. I was fucking failing classes and ditching school. I'd already almost got expelled. You know what I mean? Like it was a, it was a totally different time though. Also, you know, skateboarding and fucking, you know, listening to fucking grunge and punk rock and shit. You know, it was a, it was different, but it is weird. You know, we didn't have cell phones when I was a teenager. We, that wasn't even around. That wasn't even a thing. They had still car phones at that time. I'm a yeah, little, I'm a little yeah. older, you know? So that was
2: that rich shit though. Yeah.
0: My, my dad had a car phone, you know, cause he had, he owned a business and shit and he had, you know, he had to bring it out in a little suitcase and shit. Fucking pop, 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 you yeah. know, like fucking, but, uh, I didn't even have a cell phone probably till I was like 19 or 20. I think it was when yeah. I got my first cell phone, you know? Um, but I have, we had pagers though, you know, and you had that fucking, that pager script, you know, those numbers that meant letters and shit. And you could fucking, we were text messaging back then, you know what I mean? Yeah. But,
2: yeah. You had to run the payphone give a bitch call back. Yeah. Real,
0: real payphone shit right there. You know, you know, it yep. was a, definitely a different time, but you know, it's a, sometimes I miss it. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I get so, so like involved in my phone you know what I mean? Because we all are. I mean, we, we, you know, half our life is on our phone now, you know, and it, it's yeah. sometimes I'm just like, man, I gotta, I gotta get the fuck off this shit. You know, like sometimes I literally would just be like, fuck this shit. And I, on the weekends and stuff, I, 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 I do my best to answer people on the DMS and stuff like that, you know? And, uh, but, uh, like on Sunday is really like, I, I, is my, I call it my only day off cause I, I'm Saturday. I'm always working too. And Sunday, sometimes I'll just try to like, kind of set it down somewhere in the house and just leave it the fuck alone.
2: You know, I got to start doing dude, like I got I'm, I'm the same way with the DMs. Like I try to respond to everyone, even though sometimes I should just charge these people. Yep. But, uh, I have like three fucking inboxes, dude. And I, I wake up every day and I'll have like 40 in my regular. Like I have a general mailbox. So I'll have like 30, 40 messages in there. And then my requests do like those things. I just never catch up on the message requests. And I'm sorry to anyone that I don't get back to. Yep. Uh, I really do try to get back to everybody.
0: Same, same. And,
2: It's just, like, I remember being that person that had questions about shit, so i try to, like, answer those questions instead of being one of these dicks that are just, like, suck a dick or fuck off or whatever. Yeah. But some of it's just, like, I had to figure this shit out on my own. Use Google. Same.
0: Same. You know, we get, obviously, we get a lot of questions, and we get technical questions as well, and it kind of, it gets to a point where... I I kind of, sometimes before I even answer questions, I'll ask them what their order number is because some people are just fishing for information to go purchase it somewhere else. And unfortunately this is a business and this is how we, I provide for my family and provide for others' families. And, you know, so it turns into a a line that I'm, I've been trying to kind of figure out where the line is drawn. Like, do I, do I just release all this information and spend, you know, an hour and a half talking to somebody about technical shit and then they go to fucking somewhere else to buy the parts.
2: You know what I mean? Like That's what drives me nuts because I have people that are like, uh, you know, what's your thought on... Because I've been sponsored by different suspension companies. Yep. And they're like, what are your thoughts on this shock versus this shock? And then I'll tell them, I think this one's superior for these reasons. Yep. And then they're like, okay, well, what about this and what about that? And I was like, I'll go through and talk to them and give them like really technical answers uh, regarding even the company, like the people in the company and like, why i think the product is better i'm like even if i had to buy this shit right now i this is what i would spend my money on because it's yep. better yep and uh then they'll go okay well i just ordered the other one and i'm like so why did you ask me for my like why did you waste my time yeah to, like to do this shit and that's what's discouraging to me like i'll get people to ask me shit what do you prefer this man, and i'll tell them there's i've tried a lot of different shit out what works best for me is this yep and if they're willing to try that out but i'm like hey you might end up having to tweak it but those people that follow through and like i got this because you said it was a good product and so that's why i don't promote shit that i don't like yeah like i can't promote a product that i don't believe in Same. or like work for the company i don't believe in because Same. not not wh- whether it's a monetary thing or i'm going to get a free part if i'm not if it's so shitty i'm not going to run it for free i'm not going to tell someone to buy it no like that's I just
0: can't do that. No, exactly. I mean, so you know, I give
2: you guys advice It's solid. It's real same.
0: advice. I, I only work with companies that, you know, their products are uh, a 100%, you know. Um I, I I you know, with what we do, I, I you know, I, I'm very uh I'm very fortunate, I guess you can say, I've worked hard to build this relationship with all these companies and we do get, you know, some help with the bikes that we build, but trust me, I yeah. buy a shit ton of stuff and spend a shit ton of money on these bikes to get you them know. where I feel they need to be and uh You know, if I don't mind buying fucking anything to make sure it's the right shit, you know, Uh, especially like even just right now, right now I got a TBR on my, on the road glide and, you know, I have a really good relationship with TBR, you know, and I didn't say anything. I just bought a, I bought one because I don't know if that's going to be the pipe that I leave on the bike and, you know, and then, 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 you know, the TBR hits me up one day and they're like, Hey, did you buy that pipe on your bike? And I'm like, yeah, I bought it. And they're like, well, why didn't you say something? And I said, well, because I don't know if it's going to stay on and I don't want to ask you for something that I know you'll give me for free, but I may take off in two months or three months or a year.
2: And then, and then they're expecting you and you're kind of like obligated to run it and it might not be what you want to keep.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because I have also have an HPI pipe being made right now for it. So I don't, you know, when that comes and I'm paying for that one too. And I, when that comes, I'm going to fucking be, you know, figuring out which one I want to run from there and maybe I'll buy a third pipe. I don't fucking know because I'm trying to find the right pipe for the looks. For me, like pipes, they're all, in my opinion, with pipes, it goes like this. Shop, you know, put the pipe on that you feel looks the best, sounds the best to you. Because you may gain three or four horsepower from a different pipe, but... What I mean for For me,
2: you're not gonna do that. Yeah, for me,
0: I can just cut out three or four burritos a month and I'll fucking feel the same gain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really matter in that sense to me. So I'm always just kind of like find the one you feel looks the best because that's how I do pipes. This one fits the yep. build the best way. I'm running a thrashing supply AR fucking crazy chambered pipe on the FXR and it fucking looks amazing. You know, it looks like a fucking bazooka on there, you know, and then, yeah. uh, I really enjoy the way the TBR looks on the, on the road glide right now. And we'll wait to see what the HPI is going to look like when I get that. And I'll kind of, you know, go from there. The it's, sound
2: uh, differences, but you want to hear when you're riding the bike around and Yep. Shit. Yep.
3: Like, you know,
2: a lot of, th- that's the thing too, like with sponsorships, a lot of people are like, Oh, it must be great to be sponsored and. It is. It's awesome. It's, it's rad, but at the same time, you're obligated to do a lot more with your social media. Oh yeah. Um, and, and and sometimes it might not be what you actually wanted, but you ended up running that, and that's like something I can't do. I can't just run something I don't like. I have had shit from X, Y, and Z company, and I went and bought a fucking Thunderheader for my Dyna because I liked it. Yeah. Like It wasn't because I had to. It wasn't because that was the cheapest option or the best horsepower. It's because I liked the way that it looked. Yeah. It fit the bike, and I liked the way that it sounded
1: and
3: yeah.
2: I've spent before I was ever sponsored Any anyone that's sponsored before we were all sponsored we all built bikes out of our pockets oh yeah we built sometimes more I built two bikes like completely out of fucking pocket and spent 10 you know seven, eight, nine, ten 10 grand on each one of these bikes yep it wasn't free like and it's these people not. are building these bikes it's for one dyna and they're like mad because they're like oh I would get those shocks if I was sponsored and it's not it's like dude I put badass shit on my bike when I was paying out of pocket like,
0: yeah it's like expensive, plain yeah. and simple. I mean, and, and, but it's the, the, I guess the misconception of Instagram and, you know, social media, you know, I've said it a million times, Instagram is the highlight reel, you know what I mean? Yep. And you're not seeing the shitty times. Like, I mean, literally I had, you know, in my, in my situation last night where I'm like, Hey, what are we having for dinner? And she looked at me like I was a fat ass. I went and proceeded to make top ramen for dinner. You know, that's what yeah. I, you know, it's yeah. nothing's. It, it it all looks cool from a, a point of view because it needs to one we're a business yeah. we are a company we, you know if you see um, things you know are, are that we just the normal reality of things you're you're not entertained nobody gives a fuck nobody gives a fuck about like the same pants you're putting on every fucking day and you know they're all fucking greasy and smelly and shit nobody cares about that shit they want to see a cool fucking bike or some cool parts or fucking you know yeah they want to be entertained that's what this is it's entertaining you know it's not fucking and people get trapped in that shit too They see so much. Harrison four nine five six. Yes, we are shipping every single day. Says on the top of the website, buddy. We got you. If you need any information, please call the shop or email the shop. Um, I'm gonna
2: piss. I'll be right back. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: No worries. Go for it. Pee in the corner right there. Um, But people see. People see that, you know, the, the, the cool shit and the things that we want them to see to portray the business as well, how we want it to be portrayed. And everybody does that on Instagram. And then you see all these people and, and it sucks because you see all these people with like, um, all this bougie shit, maybe, or like, you know, and even, especially for little kids, it holds them up to this expectation that they have to live up to that, that keeping up with the Joneses shit. And it's a, it's a crazy fucking deal. I'm a fucking straight up dirt bag motherfucker. I don't give a shit, you know, fucking. And I'll always be this way. You know, I'm coming up to 38 years old now. Um, You know, I've learned my lessons. I've lost everything. I've fucking, you know, had some tough times in life and, and moved forward and built this, built this company out of one of the toughest, toughest times in my life that I've had to go through so far. And I'm sure there's going to be other fucking tough times. So, you know, but I'm stoked to be able to do what I need to do. You know, um, it's a Larry hit me up dog. And, uh, It's a crazy situation, man. I mean, you guys, you know, Jeff Holden, Holden was our very first sponsored rider ever, you know. Fuck, I don't even know how many years ago now. Uh, You know, it's five five or six. Yeah, like, um, you know, and it's crazy, you know, to... See, you know, we've seen some riders come and go, as everybody knows. But you know, look at the people that we've been with for so long and stayed with us. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why some riders are not with us anymore, and there's a reason that we still have the same people we've had for fucking years and years. You know what I mean? It's a, again, it's the unfortunate thing of being human. Not every human is meant to get along. We're not built that way, plain and simple. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm an opinionated person, and just like everybody should be. And there's people out there that. We just don't get along.
2: Yeah, you know. their opinions just don't line up. That's yeah, how yeah. Work sometimes, you know, or their values don't line up. Yep,
0: yeah, and I wish everybody, uh, you know, everybody the fucking best. Even people that don't ride for us, people that you know, um, that you know, I wish everybody the best that they succeed and they fucking move forward in life because that's all that really matters, you know. Um, yeah, but it, it's a that's it's a cr- good
2: interview because a lot of people are salty and then when shit doesn't work out with friends or other people, they wish the worst on them instead oh, yeah. of wishing the best.
0: Oh so. yeah. I see it all the time, man. You know, um, Larry, my dog, I've known Juno monkey one right there. I've known that dude since we were in sixth grade. Oh, I've, I've known that no, I forever, but, uh, yeah, the, that guy, we gotta, we have, I have a crazy story me and that guy too. We either be like, we were, we were in high school together and we like, fuck, we, there was this teacher we had and, and he had this giant, um, like this giant bugs bunny thing in the class. Right. And, and every year, like, like some of the students would like, like kidnap this thing. Right. And hold it for ransom kind of deal. Right. So me and that, yeah. fool, we fucking, we, we swooped it one day. Right. And we take it back to my house and we filmed a, a, a ransom video on a camcorder, like the big ass camcorder, the shit you're holding on your fucking shoulder and shit. But we had yeah. masks on and we had our paintball guns and shit. And we like fucking we're serious shit, you know. And then, we, then yeah. we, you know, one day, we, you know, we drop it off at the front door of the classroom. So the teacher would swoop it in the morning. And I guess he watched it. He wouldn't show the class because he's like, it's too graphic. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so we had to just end up giving that shit back but uh, it was fucking funny but larry <laughs> was the plug back in the day larry was the plug for that mexican dirtweed that's where we used to go at his house all the time and just fucking eight foot bongs and shit fucking parties at his pop, house pop, every fucking pop, pop night shit. Oh yeah, dude. That was he was the plug back in the day. It's it's funny, um, but yeah, you know he, it's crazy to just to see everything. I mean, we've seen a lot of shit. We I mean, how we've been together for years now too. How many years we got on the on the books now?
2: Shit, three or four. It's been a it's been a minute, dude. Yeah, like, it's been a minute. Just, once I started kind of figuring shit out, I mean, you guys, I've been with you fucking from day one. That I've been riding and like doing wheelies and shit. You know. Yeah.
0: Well, Holden hit me up and he's like. Well, I remember when Holden hit me up, he's like, I got this black friend, he wants to get sponsored. So I was like, Oh, what's up?
2: Yeah. Equal opportunity. You're like, hey, some of these black dudes need sponsorship too, man. <laughs> speaking does not discriminate.
0: I do not discriminate, man. That's the that's one thing I'm good at, not discriminating. But no, yeah, it's most,
2: the most black writers in the industry write
0: speaking. Right, right. We got all the hood motherfuckers in our shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's been good though man we always have a good time together you know there's a it's good to see you know it's for us it's it's great having people like you guys on on our team and and with us you know to help us through things you know and help market the things because at the end of the day you know we are all the same fucking we just like motorcycles and like the fuck off you know so it's uh yeah. that's the kind of people i want to be around i don't need to be around yeah. some bougie bitches
2: that's my thing too, man. It's just I don't know. I want to be around bikers to do wheelies, not people that just do wheelies or people that are just bikers. You like, yeah. I like, I like my fucking group. I like my team. I like the people I'm I'm associated with. On, like I've told you a million times, dude. If Instagram disappeared tomorrow, me and you would still be talking. Hundred percent. We'd still be hanging out. Like, yeah. It's not. It's not just a business fucking arrangement. And that's no. the thing that I try to. I'm really trying to move away from. This year as a rider, is not having business obligations. I just wanna work with companies that are my fucking homies and like yep. I wanna see my friends do good. Yep. I want I wanna do good I wanna see help their companies and, and help them you know, better themselves and better their futures for their kids and shit. Yeah. That's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not just worried about making a fucking dollar this year or getting a fucking the next three set of handlebars or grips and
3: yeah. You just, know, I
2: don't, I, I'm not doing. shit I don't believe in, or yeah. I never have. But no.
0: I think as a as a financial standpoint of doing wheelies and stuff, for the most part, the money is gone. Like you're not gonna. Uh, yeah. You may see a unknown check or something that. from some small companies and stuff like that, but um, you know, it's uh, yeah. it's it's. I don't think you'll the, the, un, the those unknown guys got in and at the right time. They did the right things. They made the right moves. You know, with uh, help from Oaks and things. You know, and uh, yeah. I, I just don't. It's hard to see that come up for another situation. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, yeah, like
2: I said, if there's no, this shit will always be a hobby. It's always going to cost more to do this than you're going to make off of it. Like if every one of my, my fucking sponsors gave me a hundred dollars a month, I couldn't pay my fucking bills.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, exactly.
2: Like if they gave me more than that, I probably gonna pay my bills off it. At yep. the same time, who does, I don't think I'd want to make a job out of something I do for fun. Yeah. Like, Just people are, and there's still kids coming up now that are fucking. It's been diluted too. Is another reason why I think that a lot of the people that, not that I'm an OG or one of the originals, no, but I was. I got in pretty early on, yeah. And I think a lot of it just got diluted with how many people wanted to jump in and and do everything for free, like to go out and represent companies they didn't have a part to, but they got it free t-shirt with their order.
3: Yeah, exactly. And they could
2: do that. And it's like, why do these companies want to pay or sponsor anyone anymore when they got all these people just biting to say oh, yeah. they're sponsored well, and do a, the shit for free?
0: It's that Instagram hype, man. It's that getting that repost. You know what I mean? Getting that, no. you know, no. and any, you know, it is cool. I mean, I remember, so that's the thing about like me, my business, my, my structure here, you know, but when I was starting to do this, you know, and, 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 you know, we we started in choppers and we were doing some shit for choppers or whatever. And for me, it's, it's odd and it's surreal. And it's super weird that I get to work with the companies I get to work with, because, you know, not very many years ago, You know, I was sitting on Biltwell's website, you know, hoping I'd have enough money out of this paycheck to buy this stupid, you know, whatever it may be for my chopper or a new helmet or, you know, and just like, you know, now it's crazy people do on our website and hoping that they're going to fucking, you know, be able to buy this part this week. So I'm not any different from anybody else. You know what I mean? I'm just a, again, I'm a fucking dirtbag, normal fucking dude who... For some weird fucking reason, got a stupid idea in his head to chase his passion and fucking made something out of it to where, you know, we've been in business, you know, full time, no real job for three, you know, just over three years now. And, you know, again, we're just a small little shop. We're fucking three people. That's it. Not fucking, you know, from (laughs) the outside, it may look like we're big. We're this, you know, a bigger entity, but we're not. We just work hard, man. We just tried our best because I do want to be bigger, you know. Get all you guys under the umbrella. Maybe you all come come work for me, and we all just live like a family on a compound. We'll start a cult,
2: dude. Let's be king's cult.
0: Yep, yep. We'll make it real. We got that class. Yeah,
2: but (laughs) no, dude. For real, it's crazy to see. First, holding on Instagram when I got my first bike. I, you know, me and him have been talking on there, and I remember seeing him get sponsored by like lucky days and you and, uh, and then eventually get to find the unknown. Yep. And I remember when Speed Kings was literally a fucking headlight and tail light. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's what you guys sold. And then it was like craft bars and the handlebars and it started moving along. But to see you going from retailing led headlights to now you have, dude, you can build a whole bike with speaking parts.
0: Yeah. It's getting, you know? and now Ice we're getting ready to start building baggers cars. with Speed Kings parts yeah we got, we got levers yeah. in the works right now we got fucking floorboards mini floorboards we got fucking our own road guide uh, road uh, road glide gauge glide. fucking pods and shit you know like everything what it's year a,
2: road glides are you working on for the gauge is it the newer ones yeah like, it's the oh, newer wait, ones nah. yep yep okay
0: Yep. Um. But yeah, it's it is it's wild, man. And I trip out myself, man. When uh, you know, we did that Sportster 48 top clamp for 16 plus Sportster 48s, and Dylan, who works for me, he has a 16 Sportster 48. So when we got yeah. that all done, we put the top clamp on with our um, you know, our art slash Speed King's fucking bushings, our risers, our handlebars, like the whole rider portion of his bike was set up with all speed kings original fucking parts parts that don't look like other people's parts like just our own fucking design and i stood back i I try to do this self-reflection quite often and i stood back for a minute and it just like clicked in my head i was like oh sometimes i get moving too fast you know i get I, i got a lot of shit doing every day i got fucking a million things i'm doing so i get moving too fast and i don't quite see the big picture sometimes and then i stood back and i was like Holy shit, dude. This is all of our products, like all of our designs, yeah. all everything that we've been working on all on just your one bike. Like besides yeah. Harley Davidson, which is your controls and shit, every product on there is fucking Speed Kings. That's fucking a trip, dude. It's wild, yeah. you know? And it's, That's uh, what
2: I've told, dude. like when you see me talking to the kid at Las Vegas, Harley, and I was like, you guys could have literally one ball with Speed Kings parts on it. Yep. And that whole wall would have everything from the fucking levers on the bike to the chain and sprocket on the back wheel. And yep. you could set a whole fucking bike up yeah. off of one wall. It's a trip, just man. Speaking it's insane to see how far it's come.
0: And we've been pushing hard this year. I mean, we're in month four right now. I mean, I think this month alone, we're going to be releasing fucking like multiple products. Um, you know, we have our own, our own, um, foot pegs, just our standard foot pegs, you know, that Holden helped me design. Um, we have, uh, you know, our floorboards, we have, uh, fork braces, we have fucking you know, we're, we, we're getting ready to release those, uh, those, uh, master cylinder top, uh, the clamp the covers, I mean, master cylinder covers that have screw in sections for Ram mount, uh, utilities. So you can be mounting yeah. your GoPro right there. You can be mounting your power vision, your radar detector, whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to I'm trying to do, uh, you know, Baron Uncle Paul kind of taught me this when we, um, started talking and, and doing things, you know, you could build products that everybody has, you know, everybody, you know, you have and supply that makes amazing, you know, great fucking master cylinder caps. You know what I mean? They've been selling them for years. Yep. Right. So I want to do a master cylinder cap, but to just do a cover that has no, um, I guess function, you're just basically making the same part somebody else makes. So how can I make my part Give different? Yeah you know? And, and so I did, I was like, you know what, let's make these, you know, we can screw these ball pieces in, you know, you can either like them or don't like them. You don't even got to run the ball pieces if you don't want, you know, I don't give a fuck, but you know, it yeah. has function now. It, has, it it. serves a purpose instead of just making something exactly with your name on it, that 15 other yeah. companies make, you know? Yeah.
2: That's why everyone that thinks they're going to start a t-shirt company and it's going to be like, Oh, this investment is so low and yeah. I'm going to sell this t shirts It's like, Dude, there's a thousand other people that do the oh. same thing and they put their name on a t-shirt, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. You're,
2: you're jumping in a, a deep pool to compete with people. Yeah. How deep is that pool with covers that are performance oriented and they have... They serve for purpose? You know what I mean? Like... There's not anyone else doing that. No. You could have made another cover with a speaking logo on it. Yeah, and there's a million other covers with yep. logos, and now you're just competing based off a logo. Yeah, and exactly. It different and I'm know?
0: really weird about logo. Like I, I'm weird about that. You know, I, I I like our logo. I mean, I've been using it for fucking ever. You know, um, but I don't I don't want to over like overdo it. You know what I mean? I always yeah. try to hide our logo when it's in use, so it's usually sometimes underneath something. You know, you can't really see it. Like one of the like biggest. The lever,
2: you don't see it until you pull the lever yeah. out, yeah. You can see it with like the cable. Exactly.
0: That's I like that stuff because for me, I don't want giant fucking logos all over my bike. So why do I need? You know, why would would I expect you to want to run? Giant, my giant logo all over your bike. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think of it as in the chopper days. Like for me, this is my theory on it. Like, and um, you know, like the Awe front ends that you would find, and it's just like this little stamp letters Awe. And you're like, oh fuck yeah, it's a good fucking. This is old school badass. You know, brand name front end, not some kind of rip off front end. You know, shit like that. Yeah. So I always think about it. Like I hope in fifty years somebody's gonna find one of these stupid products that we've made, um, you know, and grab it and be like, oh yeah, and then see our little logo and be like, oh fuck, you know, like this is a fucking. Speaking Kingspar- yeah exactly yeah. you know what always killed it for me was conley's conley's uh crucy my man i got crucy yeah my crucy's always here with me fucking, oh shit i got my crucy action figure
2: That dude's a real fucking legend man he has action figures made of him. oh yeah i i i, I mean he cut his he cut his beard off and he ran the little porn stash and now every person from arizona has porn stash right they're like it's like the Clone Wars coming out of fucking Phoenix right now. Cruziest <laughs> has built his army.
0: Yep. Yep. See, like, yeah, MB, it'll be like bait seats for chopper dudes. Exactly. That's kind of my thing. You know, um, you know, it's, uh, for me, like what killed it for me was one of the big things was like Conley's. They had this giant red sticker on the inside of their fairings. Their fairings were a nice quality fairing, but they had this giant red sticker and they had in the fine print. If you paint over their, their logo, you void the warranty what yep. what the fuck what yep. do you mean the paint over and it and in
2: the bag like this t-sport bag there's are like logos like this big on there and if i like if i get a set of t-sport bags i want it to look like a t-sport i don't want people to look at it be like oh look at this knockoff fucking shit that's on this bike you yep, know yep and i get a shameless like product advertisement yep like they don't care if it ruins the aesthetics of your bike they're like well if somebody wants to buy these they just gotta google this fucking gaudy ass logo that's on the side of the
3: bag yeah
0: it's uh it gets a little too much for me man like I'm even on our risers there's nothing on our risers you know because our risers are just our own No, but you can't you can you know it's hard and I'm not you know I don't mean any kind of shit talking anyways it's fucking hard to design risers but you want to know yeah. why when I sat down to, to design risers all's I can see in my brain like when I close my eyes and I got a piece of paper all's I can see was Big Al's risers that guy, yeah. that dude's been making those risers for so fucking long that that is like the, the image top. you see in your brain.
2: Before him, before him, a riser was around two yep. with a clamp
3: on the top. Like yep.
2: every riser was a drag specialty with Yeah. risers. Yep, you
3: know I mean? exactly. And people just exactly. and then
2: changed. They made top clamps. That was it.
3: Yep. And, and they, he's the
2: one that really redesigned that.
0: Yeah. And it's a difficult thing, man. Designing products is hard because, uh. There's so many great products out there and we sell a ton of great products here. You know what I mean? So it's hard. You know, I gotta be, I gotta be like watching how I do things or what I do because you don't want to design something that's going to look similar to a company that we work with and then they're going to get pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, so we do our very best to keep our products completely different from, you know, and it's not easy, man. I'm very, I I got a very good uh, guy that helps me with my design stuff and that, it would definitely, his vision's a little bit better than mine on certain things, and you know, I'll sit there and draw on my fucking um in my on my iPad on that Procreate. I'll draw. I don't draw anything cool. I draw like products, like fucking, you know. I sit there and try yeah. to sketch out my ideas because I'll be fucking. That's what happened Saturday night. I didn't sleep. I got my insomnia. Came back because in my brain I'm thinking about how I'm going to make an exhaust mount for this bike that's different than other exhaust mounts that's going to function how I want it to function. I came up with an idea to use a uh, a high temp rubber grommet that will mount to the actual pipe. So it actually has yeah. a cause those 111 shake so fucking much. So it actually has like a little buffer in there. You know what I mean? So I was, yeah. you know, and that's, that's what, that's what keeps me up at night is like, I get an idea. I'll be laying in bed. It'll be 11 PM fucking lights out. And all of a sudden I come up with this idea. My brain just starts going. <laughs> And I'm fucked, you know, three, four o'clock in the morning comes and I'm still just sitting there with my fucking, still thinking, you know, trying to
2: figure out the execution on
0: it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy. Some of this shit, you know, and then, you know, and that's a one-off piece that won't even be something we sell. And, you know, it'll be the one-off piece that we make for this specific bike and that, you know. Hopefully it works. I again I know I'm fortunate I have some people to talk to. I talked to Bronny from Speed Merchant about the idea. And he's like, dude, it should work fine. You know, like and that dude, if that dude's been building bikes and building one off custom bikes for a long fucking time. And that dude's a fucking a mad scientist when it comes to this shit. Yeah. Completely out of the box, fucking next level shit, you know. Um so it's really cool to kind of, you know, to have the mutual respect and access to that guy. You know, like I shoot him a text and all of a sudden I get a phone call back and you're like, fuck yeah. You know, like, you know, not not because of anything else, but because we fucking earn it. You know what I mean? Every day we come here and we earn that fucking, this, that mutual respect from, from a lot of dudes in this industry that have been doing it for a hell of a lot longer than I have. You know what I mean? And it's wild. It's yeah, a trip. It goes back,
2: but you said you were like waiting on Friday to buy a park from Bilbo, yep. and Now you're sitting at the same table with them and yep. talking about the next booth and shit, dude. It's, yeah.
0: It's a trip. It's, it's it gets wilder and wilder. And, and, you know, and, and I just want to build cool bikes and kind of be on that level, you know, of, of like, you know, uh, one of the, one of the cool things for me is, you know, every once in a while I sit down and, and I mean, on a DM, I'll talk to Chip from San Diego customs. And, um, you know, that dude's always been a fucking, just a cool motherfucker to me, you know, uh, that dude's
2: fucking hilarious, yeah. dude.
0: Um, I've never He's actually met well. him in person. I've, we've only talked on Instagram, like about dogs, a lot of shit about dogs and fucking shit like that. And it was a, a little, I, I, that's that, that same thing, like where we were talking about like the, the shout outs and shit. Right. Um, I was talking to him about Born Free and we're going to set up in the uh, Santa Customs area this year if everything happens and stuff. And I sent him some pictures of the FXR that I'm doing that at this point will be unveiled essentially at Born Free. And, um, you know, sent him some close-ups of the wiring that I did. And that little, I guess, vindication, we'll call it, you know, his response was that wiring is badass or some shit like that. And I was like, Yeah. I got like, you know, I got excited, man. I'm not going to lie. You know, that's a, that was kind of a big deal. Those guys build some fucking cool shit out of that shop. And, uh, to have somebody on that level, you know, um, say something about fucking 70 hours of wiring that I've done, you know, and, and kind of got, you know, that little bit of like, you know, Oh, okay. This guy's doing something cool. You know, I, I felt good, man. You know, and so I kind of get the yeah. whole point of, you know, we're kind of, we went 30 feet away, but we're coming backtracking. You see those people that are just giving all the shout outs and love for a fucking free t-shirt. It's, it's that same sense. You know what I mean? It's that it's, it's Instagram's got everybody put up on a pedestal. You know what I mean? Like I've signed autographs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what? crazy
0: who the fuck crazy. wants my autograph besides the fucking the, the check collectors you know what i mean like nobody gives yeah. a fuck <laughs> yeah dudes come up to me at shows and i've signed like skateboards and shit and like weird ass shit i'm like this is weird bro like just because i'm stupid and do shit on the internet yeah i
2: think the same thing dude i've had people come up and like want to take pictures with me and stuff and i think it's super fucking rad oh i do it think just, it's rad but i
0: think it's like hey bro it throws me
2: off yeah like you're, you're knocking on uh, the I'm wrong door
0: yeah like,
2: <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not anybody like my Instagram hype doesn't equate to anything in real life. Like if you go ask some person on the street, Do you know who Jennifer Lopez is, they're going to know. You have to you know, you know, Jesse be trolling. Yep, no. Yeah. It's a very small niche, like niche of people that's like the Harley scene. And then it's like the dumb ass Harley kid. Yep. It's like in that group, I'm kind of known. But like yeah. when people like that just blows my mind, it's cool as fuck, dude. It's super cool. I remember like. Meeting uh like straight up Roger and yep, yep. the fucking the whatever the other kid was he rode with it Scott Horton and shit. Uh-huh. I met them here in, in Vegas when I first got my Dyna and they were it was like them and unknown were like the, the big dicks at the time. Yep, yep. And I hung out with like Roger. Me and my buddies hung out with Roger in their booth the whole day at Bike Fest and like just chopped it up and party with them and shit and I was like, you know, this is fucking crazy, these dudes are famous as fuck. And then, like, two years later, I'm like, we're all doing the same shit. And I'm like, eh, it's not that fucking crazy. And we're just all, like, regular humans. Yep. And then, but people, I know people still look at us, all all of us, the rides the same way I looked at them. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's just like, dude, it's fucking crazy. Like, that's nothing special. None of us are special. We're just fucking regular people that do different shit.
0: Yep. We're just dumb enough to be on this shit all the time. Yeah. That's what Otto, yeah. Otto from Biltwell always tells me. You're just dumb enough not to quit
2: yeah yeah she's not wrong dude. i don't know how many more times i have to fucking craft try to fucking right start riding normal like a normal person you know
0: what's up nate Dinah nate in the house
2: what's up my guy? that dude right there that dude right there is one of the fucking hardest riders of all time
0: oh he's uh it's it's like that dude just goes on autopilot man you know he makes it look so effortless you know what I mean? When he's doing fucking full-blown slides while locking eyes with you and shit, like, it fucking gets in your soul, dude.
2: Dude, it does. That's what, like, there's, like, people I've heard, like, the analogy before, like, there's different types of riders. Because it's, like, different type of riders, and they're different schools. You know what I mean? Like, yep. there's some guys that are just a fucking sledgehammer, yep. right? Like, like reckless or somebody that just comes in and just fucking aggressive, beat you down, and there's guys that are, like, they call, they'll be, like, a scalpel. Like in relation to a tool. Oh, yeah. Nate is like a hammer scalpel. Like oh, definitely. Just all the time.
0: Yep. And it's, it's like a it's hardcore porno ballet.
2: There you go. Boom. There you go. That works.
0: Yep. Yep. That's a more of an analogy people understand because I barely know what a scalpel is.
2: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I was in the medical field for five years, believe <laughs> it or not. So. Oh, yeah.
0: That's right. What are you doing now? Are you, you're just doing the bartending stuff?
2: Yeah. Just bartending right now, working on bikes on the side. Yeah. Um, Yeah, dude, bartending's been super sick. I was in the medical field for five or six years. I I started out and I really liked it. And then uh, I just got tired of those people, dude. I just got tired of dealing with sick people. And like, then when I was doing the the blood donor thing, it's like people will come in and donate blood for free. And it's like, it's a good deed. You know, you come in and do it as a good deed. Be coming and they're happy, but they just came in like entitled. Cause they're like, "Oh, I'm doing this for free. Like you owe me something."
3: Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's like,
2: no, you're doing a good deed. I just got tired dealing with people, and I just decided to. Uh gravitate towards my natural environment, which is alcoholics and degenerates. So yeah, yeah, I'm doing that now.
0: It makes sometimes it makes life easier just being in your your atmosphere. You know, it's same with me. You know, we do this because we are the degenerates. We do this because we are the outcasts, essentially. uh, You know, and that's why we all do this, not because you know of anything else. It it becomes that passion for us. So you know, to to be, I was a, I I had a job a couple years ago, or when I first started this company and doing the chopper stuff. I was a IT tech i mean full i had to wear business slacks and button-up shirts all tucked in i mean i looked fucking good dude i was like sex every day but you know it was uh it was it was fun for a little bit but it just really wasn't me either you know this episode of shooting the shit with speed kings is brought to you by heat shield products Based in Southern California with over 60 years of experience in the industry, Heat Shield Products is a family owned and operated company that produces high quality American made solutions to issues caused by extreme heat. Whether you need a heat management solution for your car, motorcycle or heavy duty equipment, Heat Shield Products helps you to find the right solution to maximize your machine's performance and efficiency. Everyone would like to be cooler. Let Heat Shield Products get you there. Contact Heat Shield Products at www.heatshieldproducts.com or hit them up on Instagram at Heat Shield Products. Don't forget to follow their YouTube Heat Shield Products and check out their new podcast, Hot Laps, presented by Heat Shield Products. Yeah, Paige. No, I just
2: figured I take advantage of the situation. Yep,
0: yep, yeah. We hit that. We hit that second hour real it. quick, right there, boy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're deep already. But. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so I, you know, I was doing that tech shit, you know, and and it was, like I said, it was fun. I mean, but hey, you know, level one shit, dude, I was making 12 bucks an hour. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't shit. So, um, which is fine though. You know, you're fucking got to climb the ranks somehow. But I, 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 when I left that place, I left, when I, when I moved to Orange County, I quit and I just moved to Orange County with no job. I was like, fuck this. Let's figure this out. And, uh, you know, rolled out to here and then I, you know, got put back in. A lot
2: of people can't live like that, man.
3: uh, A lot of people are, are,
0: it, it wasn't not scary. I'll tell you that, man. That shit got scary. Uh, that shit got real scary. It was weird, you know? I, I was, even when I quit my job to do this, like, I, I got fucking super scared. I saw Jack, Team Dino, one, two, three. <laughs> what was that? You're cut out.
2: You went, you go. Uh, Caesar just keep trying to FaceTime me, so he keeps fucking
0: me up. Man, fuck Caesar. Tell that fool to go fucking uh, cut my yard. <laughs> um, But no, uh, you know, it, it is scary, man. But then I, I don't know, again, like I went through a shitty time in life where, um, you know, I was always trying to do everything right. And then at one point I was just like, fuck this, man. It's time to take some chances. You know? Um, when I quit, uh, my last job, I was running, I was a production manager at a fabrication place in Anaheim, you know, making good money, you know, salary and shit, you know, cause I've always kind of been in the production industry and, or the fabrication industry. And, um, I, I just got to a point where I was doing this so much. I was like, man, I think, I think we can make this happen. You know what I mean? And, uh, I talked to my wife, she got, she was laid off. She had got laid off from Oakley when Oakley shut down and moved to fucking like Illinois or some shit. And, uh, so she was shipping orders for me during the day out of the house in Fullerton that we had. And, uh, yeah. um, I was like, man, I think I'm going to do this. I think I, I, I literally went in on, it was like a fucking Wednesday or something. And I was like, I, I'm going to quit my job today. Fuck this shit. I'm done. I'm fucking just can't do it. I'm miserable. And, uh, yeah. you know, you'd think like when you're in your thirties and you have kids and like all that kind of shit, you'd probably make some better decisions in life. But I was just on this point where I was like, fuck this, man, I'm just going to do this shit. And I walked in and I quit. I just fucking handed the keys in. I'm like, I'm fucking done. I'm out. No money. Like I didn't yeah. have no money. There's no fucking money anywhere, you know? And we came... We, we got the shop and I got a new, uh, we rented a house in Riverside that was way cheaper than the house in Fullerton. And, uh, man, I've fucking, we just been grinding ever since and, and we're still here and we're still growing and it's fucking great. And I actually enjoy my fucking job. And that's a, a big thing, man, a big fucking thing for people. Yeah. yeah. I always try like, to get a job. But, I had job interviews at Vance and Hines and shit. I always try to get a job in the industry. Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess people don't like me.
2: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> When I was in uh, United Blood Services, was the last job I had in the medical field, and that's where I was at for five years, yeah. uh, four and a half, five years. And uh, I I moved up in that company. Really, I was le- legit like the number one stat nationwide in that company.
3: Yeah.
2: And I was making decent money when I left there. I was making like twenty. I my pay range depending what I was doing, but yep. it was like twenty one to twenty three dollars an hour. Yep. And I was working uh, six hours a week. I was making I was making good money for Vegas.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah.
2: And I just hated it so much, dude. I would show up to work and I'd be in my car, and I was just already ready to fuck somebody up. And, and right. I just to a point where I almost beat one of these old men, like donors. It was uh, like, yeah, an attitude with me. We're in like this little booth, and I don't know if you ever donated in a bus before, like donate blood.
3: <laughs> yeah, like
0: when I was at high school once.
2: This, yeah, dude. The, the room's like a three by three room, and this little old dude was getting real testy with me, and I was just <sighs> like, looked at, him, I was like, hey, man, I just like shut the laptop. I was like, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to. Just because I'm at work doesn't mean I won't beat your ass. Yeah. And, like, my coworkers, like, I was yelling. And my coworkers like, tried to bust in the room, and I just pulled the door shut. And this dude was, like, shaking. Wow. And I was like, you know, I probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. So I'm going to fucking kill someone or, like, yeah. fuck somebody up.
0: Just leave that thing on just, fucking drain and fucking pull all the blood.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just cut the line and let it go. Yeah. But I was like, I just quit. I'm like, I'm just going to ride in motorcycles. And I, I didn't work for... Fuck a year and a half, dude. I was just, and I I went all the way down to being homeless again, and and living off my bike, and I was fine with it, dude. I didn't give a shit. I was almost thirty. I'm I'm almost thirty now, but I was probably twenty seven. And I decided, yeah, I just don't want to do anything anymore. I just yeah. want to live my life, and I got to do that for a long fucking time.
0: Yeah, ain't nothing now wrong I'm with
2: not that. My life. I survive, dude. Just yep. live off of the land. Yeah. <laughs> live off the land.
0: You know, well, maybe that helps you build more character though. It helps you learn things, man. Like, you know, going through tough times in life and figuring shit the fuck out is what like creates who you are, you know, yeah. um, failure, you know, succeeding doesn't teach anything, uh, you know, only failing. Failing teaches lessons. I always say that, man, like, you know, um, you know, there's been times in, even in doing what we do that I'm freaked the fuck out about, you know, finances and certain things because it's not fucking cheap to do what we do as a, as a, on a daily basis, you know, overhead nope. as you grow. Everything grows, you know what I mean? So yeah. everything like the overhead grows, the fucking this grows, insurances grow. You know what I mean? We carry ah. a manufacturing insurance. We carrying all this shit. You know what I mean? That we, we have to have to do what we do. So it just, it, every, you know, you're, you're like, fuck yeah, you're leveling up. But every time you level up, it costs you more money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Jack team dino one, two, three, my guy right there. Love that dude. And, him, up, and his, him and him and Lisa are the fucking baddest people on the earth.
2: Um, one of my favorite people on Instagram
0: oh I love I love talking to those people they got, I gotta get them here soon we gotta sit down and that's talk
2: that's the uh, everyone calls me the raffle daddy but that's the OG raffle daddy right, right there
0: fuck man some of the bikes that guy comes out comes out with uh, out of these fucking craters of the planet you know fucking finding these fucking yeah. gems stuck in these coal mines it's wild man he's the
2: one that kind of gave me hope to do that shit man like yep. i seen him just picking up all these fucking bikes all over in different states and I was like Man, I got, I got a couple grand. I got a Ford Ranger. I'm going to go pick them up one bike at a time. I ain't got the fucking setup he did. Yup. And, uh, I survived doing that, man, just buying bikes and flipping them and shit. And it was, I got to ride bikes and see places I'd never been and like meet people and hank, like, I'll go visit other places and just craft with somebody I met off of Instagram. Oh, yeah. And, like, make new friends and new connections like that, man. And it's fucking
0: super rad. It is super rad. And that's like the, like one of some of the great benefits of all this social media shit, you know? Um, I've, some of my best friends now are met from social media and motorcycles, you know, in that, that fucking, you know, uh, uh, circle and that gets larger and larger for all of us. You know, I mean, bare knuckle Paul, you know, me and him have become really good friends and he's an amazing fucking dude. We just got talking on Instagram, talking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. you know, and then it comes that we actually personally know some of the same people that I've known for fucking 15, 20 years. Next thing you know, he's like, Hey, you know, we started the podcast in what February or something. And he's like, first week, he's like, Hey, I want to come out and be on the podcast. And I'm like, okay, well, let's get, us give it some time. Let's build up some traction. Let's build up a listening base. You know, I don't want to, yeah. I want to have people on it, but I also don't want, you know, you're, he's got to fly. Yeah. This guy's in Missouri. You know, it's not like he's fucking, yeah. you know, he's not, it's not like he's in Vegas or where he's just got to drive four hours. No, he's got to fly out here to be on the fucking show. Because at that time when we didn't have this setup where we can do it, like, you know, um, yeah, you know, remotely. And it's not as fun remotely. Let's be honest. It's always funner to be in person. And, uh, of course he's all, well, I got miles to burn like fucking airline miles. So I'm going to fly out this month. And I'm like, Oh, fuck. Yeah. dude! Okay. And that was the first time I ever met him was actually picking him up from the airport. He stayed at my house and shit. You know what an amazing dude that guy is. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's crazy how Instagram has connected a bunch of us. Cause I've been, you know, there's people all, even when I was doing the chopper stuff and we used to do hazard County fucking runs and and then those fucking camp out drinking parties and shit. There's people from that time that I still talk to today, you know, and that shit hasn't been around for years now. And we still like have this relationship where you know, from shows to just random talks on Instagram or whatever. And you just get these relationships from this stuff, you know, where we're all just so yeah. passionate about the motorcycles that it comes from, you know, it's a,
2: That's, it's a trip. I credit, I, I'm a big like proponent of promoting people. Like when they're, when they want it, are they interested in getting a motorcycle? I meet so many people just in the bars and shit that are like, they figure out what I do or they know me for Maddie they follow her or whatever. And they're like, so sick, you know, I want to get some, but I don't want to do wheelies all that. I'm like, dude, that's not even what it's about. Yeah. The friends. And like, that's why I, I, people are like, I in I want this kind of bike and this kind of bike. And I always push for Harley, not because like Harley's the greatest motorcycle of all time. Like to be honest with their they're pieces of shit. Yeah. But they, the, the, Community that comes along with it is yep. what is what you're really investing in. Like, oh yeah, the, you make lifelong friends. The situations you get put in from from having these kind of bikes and the the, the travel and all this other shit, dude. It's that's what you're paying for. Yep, like Big time. you're not paying for the high, the highest quality. Like people go out and buy fucking I don't know BMWs if you wanted to fuck a good bike, and even those are kind of piece of shit. But
3: yep, yep, we would all been
2: trapped. If we were, I mean, I could have fucking four japanese bikes to the top of my dinos yep yep and they'd all
3: run better but yeah
0: we weren't were we are not all on here fucking talking about hodakas right now you know we're on here because of the harley love you know yeah it's me personally i've seen more of this country because of harleys than i ever seen in my me, entire yeah. Same life with me. you know traveling to pick up bikes traveling to do shows riding bikes to crazy places like and, and it's just been a, a you know a complete fucking surreal situation for me as a, as a, you know, now for some reason, I don't know how that happened, but business owner, you know, um, you know, and, and just a normal, you know, just a person who loves motorcycles to be doing what we're doing today. And the the opportunities we've had, like to be working with a Harley dealership in South Dakota, you know what I mean? Like to pick up our road glide. And, and it's like, like, I, I, I'm like, what the fuck, man, how how did this all happen? You know, like it's a trip
2: yeah like my fucking the best friends i have in my life dude like have all been from harley's like you fucking holden caesar gringo all you guys dude i wouldn't know you if it wasn't for instagram
3: yeah and like yep.
2: social media has a lot of downsides because of all the bullshit it does but i've made lifelong fucking friends yep over 100. motorcycle instagram bullshit, yeah
0: 100 percent, 100 dude and lifelong enemies probably
2: Oh yeah, plenty of those. Yeah, I mean, shit. That's why I met Maddie. She she liked the bagger wheelies, dude. She was all about uh, it, you know. She
0: liked that bagger yeah, daddy just, life. Yeah, dude.
2: It's just different energy when you're playing in a bagger around.
0: Right, right. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I think we're gonna end it up right here. We're at our two hour mark right here, and uh, as always, I actually have some work to do today. But I really want to say all thank right. you. Thanks for taking some time to fucking hang out. Thanks for finding a sitter for the baby, you know, like all that shit, you know. Nothing but love for you and Maddie and always, man, you guys you guys know you got a home out here in Riverside to always stay at when you're bored.
2: Same here, man. You guys always have somewhere to crash. I know you're a big baller, shot baller, but we got an extra room with a bed in it. If you oh, ever need man. To
0: sleep I'm, I'm down for whatever, man. That's how, you know, uh, I've just been lucky to not have to sleep on the floor the last few years.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i feel that you, you know right, man, just... i love you thanks for having me on thanks to everyone that uh jumped on here and checked us out bullshit and talking shit yeah glad you guys are interested in all of it
0: yeah for sure but. for sure this will be on itunes in the next few hours so if the, whoever missed it will be jumping on itunes holden jack vince love you guys we we'll all talk soon take care all right later
2: people.
0: peace bye nate bye cam This episode of shooting the shit with speed Kings is fueled by 11 Bravo coffee, a veteran owned mobile coffee shop where a dollar for every pound brewed or sold is donated to veteran organizations. 11 Bravo coffee company supports many community and motorcycle events. And if you'd like to learn more about 11 Bravo coffee company or book them for your event, head over to 11 BCC.com or visit them on Instagram and Facebook at 11 Bravo coffee co. We love their coffee, man. They come to a lot of events with us and set up. And we're lucky to have their cold brew on tap here at the shop. So go ahead and check them out.